What's up, YouTube? Subscribe to our channel. We love you guys. Thank you for taking time to hang out with us. We appreciate it. What's up, Facebook? Good morning. It's 8.30 on the dot. We're starting this on time today. We're going to have a lot of fun. We have some guests in. We have an organization called, I believe, Inspiring Orphans, right? Mm -hmm. And then we yeah. have Orphan Care. And then we have Stephanie from Furniture Zone in studio. We're, we, we have a lot going on. We've had an awesome week, and it's going to keep going good and get better. We got 18 seconds, and the party's going to get started. Kurt has some breakfast tacos. He's fueled by chorizo this morning. Chorizo. Mucho chorizo. Don't do that. <laughs> Good morning. You're listening to KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. I'm Gardy. And I'm Kurt. And it is Thursday morning. A beautiful Thursday. Right now, it's not raining. I feel good. How are you feeling? I feel like we got on time today when we started. It was 8.30-ish. That's correct. So we are starting on time. It's going to be a good day. We're going to have some guests in. We've had some guests in this week. We've been talking about all kinds of stuff, and it's just going to get better. Keeping the ball rolling. Keeping uh, going with positivity and having fun. So one thing I do want to say right now is if you haven't heard of the Unshakable Family Conference that's taking place at Abundant Life Christian Center, KHEA Radio is a partner where we are sponsoring a giveaway portion for that conference. Apparently, we like to give stuff away. I yes. can't think of anything better than just giving it all away. We we have four tickets to the women's conference. You got four tickets. That's four winners. We and a do, but I'm talking about the Unshakable Family Conference right now. And now we are also doing another giveaway for the Bay Area Houston Women's Conference as well. I don't know what I'm, I'm going to do with you. I'm I don't sorry. know what I'm going to do with you. I'm sorry. I thought we were talking about the women's conference, not the unshakable conference. No, no. Okay. So it's 832. I'm, I'm moving on to the next thing. I don't know what, I don't know what to, where to go from there. <laughs> this is KHEA radio 99.5 FM. Hopefully everyone's having a good day. If you're watching right now, do me a favor. It's kind of tough. Go ahead and share this video out and uh, let's get as many people hanging out with us during this live stream as possible. If you're listening at uh, 99.5 FM, go ahead and call or text a friend. Tell them to tune in to 99.5. Go stream us from anywhere in the world at khearadio.com. We're going to be talking about uh, some awesome organizations this morning. We're going to be talking about some awesome events that are taking place in our community and around the world and how you can help, how you can be a part of what's going on here at KHEA Radio. We have a lot that's happening. Again, Going back to our giveaway that we have going on, we have four tickets to the Women's Conference. All you have to do is like, share, and comment on our featured video that's taking place next Friday at Hope Village in Friendswood. So go and check out that video if you are interested in winning those tickets. Yeah, Chef Mary Bass will be there. Christina Wells will be there. She was a, a semifinalist on the show America's Got Talent. You know who else is on America's Got Talent? I'm pretty sure it's Tyra Banks. Christina Wells, of course. You got Howie Mandel, and you have Simon Cowell, and there's other people. But that's a, a pretty cool, I don't know, like cast and people that are involved in that show. Uh, Simon Cowell, the first time I ever heard of him was whenever he was uh, one of the creator and director or whatever he was with American Idol, like how cool that show was. He was, I think, the creator of America's Got Talent, too. Like he yeah. created it, but wasn't ever on the show until later when America's American Idol was done. 
Yeah, I, I think so. I think he actually, yeah, he left American Idol to go and start on that new venture where it's not just singing. They can they can bring in any kind of talent. So it's a lot of fun. Uh, Christina Wells, she'll be performing live at that Bay Area Houston Women's Conference taking place at Hope Village. Me and Kurt, we went and shot some video there. That video is up. It's our pinned video. So you can go check it out, share it out, comment on it, win some tickets that we're giving away to this conference. It's 834. We're going to take a break. This is KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. It's Kickstart. We're going to be on till 11 a.m. So what's everybody up to today? What is going on? What's going on with you, Kurt? Uh, just ready for another busy day. We got a lot going on today with Heartbreak Hotel coming up next week. We we still got a lot that we have to get done. I think we were up. People were up here last night working on the sets. If you haven't seen the new sets, the new sets look amazing. So we're trying to get all of that. We got a lot of rehearsals left so it should be cool if you haven't heard heartbreak hotel starts next weekend so it's a free event here at abundant life christian center you can come on out and partake in the fun of listening to some cool acts and some cool music and uh it's something that's been done here for how many years a lot a while yeah off and on as well but um yeah so it's going to be going on it's going to be in october if you haven't seen anything about it, we'll be sharing some stuff out as well. So y'all will be able to find out more information as it gets closer. Let's talk about our time yesterday afternoon. <clears throat> Do you remember where we went yesterday? You know what? I have no idea where I was yesterday. Please tell me <laughs> where, where where was we went I? went to the Texas uh, Yamaha Gulf Coast and it was kind of a cool shop. All of the the ATVs, the... the um, what was kind of cool about it? I liked the, it was just a manly place to be. I, I don't know. What? I, manly? It was a manly why, place. Why does it always come back to this? I don't know. Because one time, one girl told me that I wasn't a man. And you know what? I love ATVs. I love motorcycles. Does that make bikes. you a man? A little bit. I don't think so. You know, you got this, man. Uh, let's, I don't know. Hang on. Some, someone sent me a text. It seems like it's important. It's just kind of funny. Go ahead. Uh, that that I that I'm not, that I I focus on the fact that I'm not a, a man. <laughs> no, uh, I'm. So someone texts me this. Uh, I gotta I gotta respond back to this. But um, no, that was a cool place. They had what else do they have? They have some helmets. Oh, the helmet was the coolest part. I thought. Uh, yes. The helmet that I put on, I think they're on on the seventeenth. They're coming in on the seventeenth, and I told them that they need to bring in a helmet. Mm-hmm. Hopefully so, they bring the same one. The same one. I wanted uh like one. Have you seen the ones where they have like the the afro? Yeah, I can't. They, I got to text this back. I'm sorry. You're, you're good. <laughs> Keep it you're going. Good. Don't talk to me. I can't. I can't do that. <laughs> there's there's ones that have like afros and stuff like that. Um, and so they're gonna be coming in. I hope they bring that bike. And then again, uh, if they did bring a whole bike. Yeah, they brought a whole bike in here. We do have the ramps. We could do it. Yeah. We definitely have the ramps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they helped out during Heartbreak Hotel one year. So um, what's up, Jose? Solace just showed in, joined in. We were talking about our time yesterday at 
uh, Texas Yamaha Gulf Coast. They had ATVs. They had motorbikes. Jose looks like somebody who could ride a bike. Like he looks like somebody who's a motorcycle rider. So I hope, <laughs> doesn't he? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, anybody looks like they could ride a motorcycle. Really? True. I guess. I, I don't know. I don't think I could ever ride a motorcycle. I don't know. Motorcycle riding for me is a little, I don't know, scary. And that's why I didn't want to jump on one yesterday. I felt like I don't have the balance to sit on one of the motorcycles. And so I, I don't know. Jose, have you ever ridden a motorcycle? Are you a motorcycle rider? He's more of a, I'm going to knock you out. MMA. Yeah. Style. Uh, yeah, someone had just asked me about the, the women's conference, so I had to I send this. They wanted some information on that. <clears throat> so they should listen to the show. We talked about it already. Okay. <laughs> so, as Gardy was saying, we're we're talking about Jose said, "Hey guys, yeah, I've done it before." It's fun. I am a motorcycle rider. He does look like a motorcycle. I feel like there's like a... I don't know if it's just like because of the shows that you watch on TV or anything like that or movies um, that those are things that your your mindset of people who ride motorcycles, that's kind of what they do. They do what? Like, I don't know, the Sons of Anarchy kind of mentality in a way. What's the mental What? Like they what look like mentality? there's a certain I don't know if you go to Sturgis, South Dakota. Have you ever heard of Sturgis? Yeah, yeah like Sturgis. Those are the kind of things that I don't know. Sometimes, uh, yeah, there is a culture. I'll call it a culture. Culture. I like the word culture. <laughs> it is a good word, but yeah, there <laughs> is a motorcycle culture. There is a, a group of people who, you know, that's people dress. Those a certain are way. more dirt bikes, though, don't you think? Like yesterday at Texas at oh. Texas Yamaha. Hello. Pretty good. good so <clears throat> Doug says, Hey guys, thank you for what you do. My wife is the one who will be in to talk about orphan care this morning. We're super excited, Doug, uh, to learn a little bit more about the orphan stuff. Um Uh, and so we have them coming in at nine o'clock. They're just around the corner. And then later on, we have Stephanie from Nebraska, um, from Furniture Zone, not Nebraska. There's a Nebraska Furniture Mart that I get that I used to go to when I lived in Nebraska. So Furniture Zone is the one here in Texas. So she's going to be in later on talking about it. She's a proud partner of KHEA Radio. We are going to be doing a giveaway video with Furniture Zone. We don't know when we're dropping that one yet. We have a bunch in the works. So what happens is, is people reach out to us and they say, hey, we want to do a giveaway. And we're like, okay, when can we go and shoot this? And so we shot a whole bunch. We have probably about 10 that we've shot and edited and ready to go, ready to be released. But we don't want to release them over the top of somebody else. 
And so they usually run for about uh, about a, a week or so. And um, and then we, we announce the winners and then we drop another giveaway video. So we have about 10 or so in the works. And so we're working on trying to drop those those videos um, in order. Stephanie and, and Furniture Zone is going to get hers in a little bit. So shout out to Furniture Zone also. Um, go and check out what they have going on because currently... If you come into store, they have a $500 gift card that you can win if you walk in and just sign your name. So I walk in like probably at least once a day and sign my name and drop it in because I want to win $500 worth of, of furniture. So um, we're really excited to be sitting down with, with Stephanie. And then we also have the Orphan Care, Inspiring Orphan Care Group coming in at 9 o'clock. Talking about, I, you know, I don't know a whole lot about Inspiring Orphan Care. I believe... Her name was Laura, uh, was the one who we have coming in today. So we're really excited to be sitting down with her. Um, and I believe her name's Laura. I'm just confirming that. Laura? I don't I don't think that's right. Who's Laura with? The Inspiring Orphan Care. I'm trying to find if that's true. Stephanie, what's up? I accidentally Shout said out to furniture Nebraska Furniture Zone. What? <laughs> did you really? I did. I said Nebraska Furniture Zone. That's not right. Laura Butler. I know. I'm going to yes. say that her name is Laura Butler. That's just because yeah. I have a great memory. I had yeah, Laura Butler. Okay. So, uh, Stephanie, yes, we're going to see you in a little bit. We're going to be talking about Furniture Zone, um, how Furniture Zone got started. Not and Nebraska everything Furniture else. Zone. Is there a Furniture Zone in Nebraska? No, it's called Nebraska Furniture Mart. and that's. But you know what? I feel like there could be a Furniture Zone in Nebraska. Let's make it happen. Let's, let's see what we can do. We need to get another location. Kurt. <laughs> you know... Sometimes I I feel how do I feel about food and drinks in the studio? I if y'all ever notice I keep my water on the ground because I keep mine on my ground too. Yeah, Craig just took it off, so I keep it on the ground because we have a lot of really nice equipment in here, and I love our studio. But I'm always worried I don't want to ever like spill water. I keep the cap on there, dude. You I just take it off. spilt that everywhere, right? So as I look over at Kurt, it kind of hurts my heart. When the taco drops out the end, I hate that. Like, that is the yeah. worst when the taco, Kurt's like, like spill and drink spreads and, like, open. There's taco everywhere. And he's like, oops. And then here's the other thing that kind of drives me nuts is how he does this. If it, if it spills out, he just goes and wipes it on the floor. My heart, it's right here. It, like, just breaks a little bit more. I hate when the taco, oh, like, my that is goodness. the worst part about eating the taco. Does this make me too much of a, like, a, a parent? Am I too much of a parent? My Kurt needs At some this parenting. Point, man, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Uh-oh, Mark said she's going to be nervous. I don't think so. Maybe. But you obviously you know her better than we do. But I think she'll do great. Maybe. Mm, we're going to ask her some really tough questions. We're going to get down to the you know the tough ones. The people don't like to ask. I was watching some of the... Uh, the thank you. Some of the mayoral stuff in Leak City that that they posted yesterday from I-45 now. And then I was re-watching some stuff with one of the candidates that's running for mayor. Yeah. And there can be some tough questions. There can be some tough questions 
And um, that's what we're going to be asking. We're going to be asking the tough questions, the tough questions today to Furniture Zone. Yes. And all of them, like just nothing's hey, off. Why limits. isn't there a Furniture Zone in Nebraska? <laughs> like, that should be the simplest and easiest question. What does it take to get a Furniture Zone in Nebraska? We want all 50 states. All 50 states. Yes. So that's going to be happening. It's going to be happening soon. Um, we're asking the tough questions. Unscripted. Uncensored. Some have even said unprepared. So dare good. I say. But it's going to be a fun time. because We're going to be talking to Laura Butler from Inspiring Orphan Care about some stuff that they have going on. Uh, and then there's a color run, which who doesn't... Kurt, you've done a color run before, right? I have done... Yes, because we did one here at the we church. Did. We did one a long time ago. Okay. Our nine o'clock is here. That must be Laura. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. GEB 601 Delaney Road, Pastor Hallam. All right, cool. It's in our calendar. Ready to go for tomorrow. Oh, Russ. What's up, Russ? Good morning. Hey, Russ ran cameras for That's us. That's what he said. He actually posted. He said, good morning, Kurt. Thanks for my TV cameraman debut. Lots of fun. That is true. We had a great time with them yesterday. So our nine o'clock is here. We're going to wait just a little bit longer. Do you want to go uh, greet her? Tell her just wait a little bit or bring her in? I'm happy if she comes in now. I'm fine with it. She okay. can come in now or just go. I didn't see. Uh, maybe she went. Give her a heads up and say, hey, we'll bring you in in like five minutes. Yeah. Um. Do you want to go on and talk about the right conference this time? It kind of worked because we were talking about giveaways and I transitioned to another giveaway that we were doing. What? You, you said giveaways. We love giving things away and I transitioned to a giveaway. So it kind of worked. No. <laughs> Kurt likes to justify his mistakes. I do. Sometimes. I can see Kurt justifies everything. Like he, I can see that he has a reason, probably for like him eating his breakfast taco and then like throwing all the crumbs on the floor. Like, what's your I justification can, for that? You can get it with a vacuum. But do you vacuum in here? And don't say yes. yes. You. Oh, I man. always <laughs> vacuum in here. Come on. Oh, when was funny. the last time you vacuumed in here? Uh, I vacuumed in here. Once, I mean, maybe. I vacuumed in here like multiple times. <laughs> Yeah, so we vacuum our own stuff. But instead of vacuuming, what I like to do is just like not throw trash and crumbs and food on the floor because I, I feel you. like that's the best <laughs> the best way to go about it. I could be wrong. What's up, Dustin? We need some MacDillas. Smoking D's Barbecue Fusion. That's what Dustin runs. If you haven't heard about Smoking D's, you need to listen to my, my words right now as I say, go check out Smoking D's Barbecue Fusion. It is Taco Quesadillas. National Taco Day. Dustin, do you have anything brewed up for National Taco Day? <laughs> hey, but you know what else? Yesterday was National Boyfriend Day, I saw. And I saw somebody had posted something and they said, why does there have to be a national day for everything? Like, is it a little ridiculous? When are they going to have National KHEA Radio Day? That's every day. It is every day. It should be every day. Should be. But it's not. Um, and is this like... Who makes these things up? It's National Taco Day. I've never heard of National Taco Day. I, I mean, I live a taco lifestyle. So for me to say one day, oh, this is a taco day. I'm going to have a taco. No, sir. This is taco life. This isn't a game. This is my we, life. How I choose to live my life. Taco. Just have a taco do, do we, do we Do we tell people or keep that a secret? Let's keep it a secret. Let's see how it runs. Ooh, we made Dustin, a new Facebook group. Dustin said, when is there going to be a national 
brisket MacDilla day? That's a good question. You know, I think that I don't know, should be every day. I don't know who you have to talk to, but there's somebody out there who makes up all these national days. Maybe we can get President Donald Trump to send out a presidential alert that lets everybody know it is National Brisket Mac Day. Did you find out why you didn't get one? I didn't get one. So if the world was on fire and everything was going bad, and the only way to get in communication was the national you know alert. What? I know why I didn't get one. Because I have it. He has my number already. And so like since we talk at times, he just hit... Usually it'll send me some up like beforehand, you know, so thank you, uh, Mr. President. Or were you not good <laughs> enough to get one? That could be it, too. I don't know. Like, I just figured I we thought only gonna... like the great people got it and the other people who didn't get it were weren't good enough. Maybe so. <laughs> that could be it, too. <laughs> so my uh, my wife said River is excited for Taco Day. River's my daughter. I bet she is. River can knock out some tacos. She had a taco yesterday. She actually had two, or she had one taco and one, uh, just the tortilla. So, Kurt, you, I said we bring our guest in. I'm, I'm you wanna, I want to get her in, yeah. Okay. And I have to apologize for my Kurt over here. For what? I'm just making our guest wait out there. I was like, hey, bring her hey, in, and you're just like, time. make her wait. Hey. Make her wait. Our time is important. Yeah, it is. I want to learn everything that I can about what they have going on. I know what it is. What is it? You just wanted to sit in the comfy chair for a little bit longer. We like to give our, our guests the comfy chair. Kurt, you know how I guess whenever I had to walk out, I had a, a phone call I had to take and some other stuff that I had to give some inf information on. But, I, but Kurt, when I came back in, Kurt was talking about like, he looks like he could ride a motorcycle and he was talking about like culture. Kurt's kind of like a chameleon. One day he dresses like... Like he's gonna be like a hipster. One day he dresses like he's like a sixteen-year-old. The next day he dresses like he's planning to play on the PGA tour. The next day he dresses like he's gonna be at the beach. The next day he dresses like he's like a hippie. It's it's interesting. But when he goes out, he goes all out. Like the outfit, head to toe. Like it's he's a chameleon. He just molds to his environment. Whether he's in Nebraska or here, I guess. I don't know. Hello. Good morning. My name's Gardy. Hey, Gardy Butler. Laura Butler. Nice to meet you. Well, I heard it's National Taco Day. That's what they're that's what they're telling us. You can wait. Uh yeah, you can use those, but um whenever we go on, you'll it'll be better. But you can okay. adjust this as well if you want to move it around like okay. that. And, Sounds the closer the, the closer the better, better. Okay. yeah <laughs> and i can turn you up and adjust so sure thank you so laura how are you doing today great doing real good thank you for having me today awesome we are excited to have you <laughs> there was a slight almost a slight panic so last oh no, night what happened last night <laughs> i saw a comment that or that we got kheda radio got tagged in something that said hey we're excited to come in <laughs> with the color run and i was like I was looking at the thing. I was like, okay, I know we're talking to them. I know we're talking to them. I'm talking to them. I was like, did we, did we mess up? So I screenshot it, sent it to Kurt. I said, hey, because I was trying to get my kids ready for bed, actually feed them before. I was like, hey, can you do some research or, or reach out? I said right away, I was like, I'm pretty sure it's the same thing. He did. Like, he did like, say that. I was like, in a month, because when you messaged us, you're like, in a month, we have a fundraiser. And so I was like, I'm pretty sure it's the same people. We didn't That's schedule so three funny. guests. I don't know what the, you know. Yeah. But then after he sent that one, he was like, 
or I thought I was pretty sure because then he said another one and it was a comment that said something something else and I was like well just to be sure so we don't you know end up making a, a mistake sure so well I, it, it gave me a laugh last night because he'd asked me to hey share it around yes and so I thought well I'm gonna go ahead and put it on our our dear park color fun run page two and then I I thought oh my gosh he's nervous that it's somebody random is coming in <laughs> you know but um but we're excited so thank you for double checking though yeah because so. <laughs> I will say this there have been times that we have not double checked <laughs> and we're like, even to confirm like, Hey, you're coming in, you know, in two days sure. or tomorrow. And then sometimes, you know, they forget or people are busy, oh, you know, sure. and we, uh, yeah. Well, I felt bad for having to reschedule, but I'm glad it worked out. Mm -hmm. So thank you. Yeah, we are too. <laughs> Before we get to this, this. Oh, that's awesome. Hey, Russ. Russ. Is today your birthday? How old are you, Russ? Russ is like, he's 29. Russ, happy Russ birthday, Russ. Russ is one of our, our good friends. He uh, hangs out whenever he can. He works for West Columbia Police Department. And, well, at least Facebook. If Facebook is telling the truth, it's his birthday today. So happy <laughs> birthday, Russ. Yes, happy birthday, Russ. National Taco Day and your birthday. Can today get any better? <laughs> I don't know. Inspiring orphan care in studio. I mean, Yay. it's a great day. <laughs> yes. Oh. Awesome. I wonder how old he is. Well, Facebook said I don't trust Facebook. That's why I said twenty nine. I have I have my issues with Facebook and trust issues with them. Yes. Some days I don't. Facebook page is getting up. A little bit. Um, so Russ is sixty three. Happy birthday, Russ. We appreciate you and thank you for all you do in the community and uh, you're awesome. So it's Taco Day. Uh, inspiring Orphan Care. That's the name of the organization? It is. It's kind of our, actually our tagline. The big kind of title is Honestry Foundation. Um, okay. It's a foundation that we started about a year and a half ago, kind of in memory in, in, of our daughter, um, Honestry, which is our daughter we adopted last year from Haiti. Okay. And so Honestry Foundation is the name of the nonprofit. And then the tagline is Inspiring Orphan Care. Because we're also, our mission is to inspire people to help with the orphan crisis as well. So either through adoption or through supporting families on the road to adoption. So as far as, as whenever I think, and we had an organization in here the other day called... Um, What's the, the birthday one? The birthday joy. The oh, birthday right. joy. And what they do is they go to like group homes and they throw birthday parties like, you know, once a month and these different ones in our community. And I had mentioned to them like, cause you hear like orphanage or like, and I was like, man, how do, you, do they even have orphanage? And they said, well, there's foster homes. Sometimes there's group homes, but as far as orphans go, are these kids that are from here? Are they kids from, from all over the world? Yeah, our grant program is for anybody who's adopting internationally or domestic. Okay. So yeah, they can be going through the foster to adopt program through the um, the state. They can do a private um, adoption mm -hmm. through an agency or an international adoption. So I there's got you. so when you say grants, what is that? What does that mean? No, that's a great question. So um, through fundraising and donors, we. Um, just basically gather money every year and they have to apply for the grant. Mm -hmm. We take applications in and then our board will sit down and kind of pray over the applications and then we'll pick, depending on the money that we've raised that year, we'll be able to pick as many um, 
grant recipients. So how much does it cost if somebody wanted to adopt? Like how much does that cost? And that's like a, what? That's a great question. Um, so anywhere between thirty thousand to up to almost fifty thousand dollars. Wow, so, and well, that's a lot of money. <laughs> it is. What does the, what do those funds go go towards? Like who are you paying? Like who's well, getting money? I, I wish I could say that with our s- situation, a lot of it went to the orphanage, but unfortunately, it didn't. Just the agency that's involved. There's a lot of um, government hands that it goes through um, on our side and their right. side. Um, all the lawyer fees, the the travel to to, right. to back and forth to the country that you're adopting from, and even the travel to get family members to show up in court in a third world country is very challenging. And so it's just, Hmm. there's so many steps. There's so much paperwork. Um, Our paperwork was probably (laughs) this high. We adopted, you know, from Haiti. And that was a challenge in itself. It took three and a half years for our adoption to to finally happen. (laughs) And so, um, yeah, it's just, it's expensive. And I wish it wasn't. Um, I wish that it they made it easier for our families to adopt because what we found is a lot of people had a heart for adoption, but they would always say that it's so expensive. Yeah. So and it seems like there's a lot of of jumping through hoops and and paper, sure. like you say this much paperwork. Sure. Hey, I don't like doing like one sheet of paperwork. <laughs> I go to the doctor's office and they say sure. front and back, and it's like two in a clipboard. <laughs> like, come on, I was just here like six months ago or something, but. Seems like it should be easier. Well, they. Every time. Yeah, of course. No, I don't have insurance. No, <laughs> no, of course I don't have insurance. Look at me. No, my sense has never changed. You make me feel better. Yeah. So, man, a lot of paperwork. That's a lot of fun. So, grants would definitely help. Well, and we also found people on our journey that would say you know what, I don't, I don't feel called to adopt or I don't want any more children, or maybe I'm too old to adopt, but I would love to be able to buy a t-shirt or mm-hmm. go to your event to help, to help it. So I kind of just had that on my heart for a while. And I went to my husband who's real supportive and I just said, honey, what can, what can we do? And he said, well, what do you want to do? And I said, well, what if we raise money to help kind of connect the two where you have the families who want to give and then you have the families who want to adopt. And what mm-hmm. if we kind of put those together and be able to give sizable grants um, to be able to help families? Because I just never want money to be an issue. If you right. have a heart for adoption and you have room in your home and in your heart, then I don't want money to to be the only reason why you won't go through with adoption. Yeah. And so. I feel like for probably a lot of people, that would be one of the... It is. I mean, that's the major factor because you can do paperwork. Right. But... You know, you're thinking of an extra 30, you know, in the best case scenario, $30,000. So right now we have 50 seconds left. Okay. And um, what we're going to do is kind of reintroduce you when we go on the FM as well. Okay. And kind of keep talking exactly sure. what we have and probably go over some of the same stuff. That's great. As well. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, thirty to $50,000. So, yeah, grants would help. Are there like grants that the government actually does too? Um, through foster to adopt, the government does help a lot with, with those funds. But as far as a private adoption, there is a, some tax credit that you can okay. apply for with your taxes. Just depends on where you fall yeah. with your taxes. But when, um, I, when I was at, I used to work for AT&T. Well, we got 10 seconds now, but they did a thing where if you wanted to, I don't know how much they paid or if it was, excuse my, my taco, okay. but they would uh, help you out with that. 
Good morning. You're listening to KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. I'm Gardy. And I'm Kurt. And we have a very special guest in the studio. We have Laura Butler hanging out with us today. Laura, how are you doing? Great. Thank you for having me this morning. Thank you for joining us. So we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, adoption. We're going to be talking about what it takes to adopt and some of the the paperwork and the hoops you got to jump through. It, it seems like it's a little bit more difficult than, than I realized. So can you kind of share what organization you're with and, and what you do? Sure. Thank you. Um, we have the Honest Ray Foundation, which is named after our little girl that we adopted from Haiti last year. And our tagline is inspiring orphan care. Our goal is to give adoption grants to families who are on the road to adoption and also to inspire people to help with the orphan crisis. That's cool. And um, whenever you say the orphan crisis, like what is actually going on? Like where, what's the crisis? Like, sure. I don't, I don't realize everything. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, there are about 140 million orphans in this world. What? And um, yes. And so we just felt like we're going to just kind of follow through with what James recommends and commends us to do is that mm-hmm. true religion takes care of the orphans and the widows and, so everybody should play a part in it. And through our foundation, what we found is most people had a heart for adoption, but they just couldn't afford it. Yeah. Whenever you say you can't afford it, um, like how much are we talking about? Like money wise, it costs, it, does it cost a lot of money? Yeah, I hate that. But yes, it's anywhere between thirty to $50,000 if you're doing a domestic um, adoption or international adoption. Wow. So thirty to $50,000 and Whenever like, okay, so if it costs that much money, does the, where do the funds go? Like, where is the money actually heading? Is it all different areas? Yes. There's so many different hands that it goes to. You have the, the United States side of your adoption agency and their fees that they, that they charge. You've got the government that you're adopting from if you're adopting overseas. And, you know, like for us, we adopted in Haiti. So there Mm -hmm. was the third world country politics and logistics that we had to kind of jump through those hoops as well. Um, probably only a little bit, probably got back to the orphanage, wow. um, mm-hmm. but it just costs so much with lawyer fees and logistics of paperwork. Wow. <laughs> you know, man, this is, uh, I mean, it's related because it's talking about, you know, adoption and all that, but I had seen a story not that long ago where there was almost like people like stealing kids overseas and then adopting them out, trying to make money. And it seems like there's a lot of, of different, when you talked about like the politics of, you know, a, a third world country potentially doing, you know, I don't know, not getting it to the orphanage. It, there's some like shady stuff going on. Well, and unfortunately you're absolutely right. Um, one of the things that we made sure we did is to join um, a country that was under the Hague convention, which is the international adoption laws. And so that allowed things like that to not happen. Yeah. So we knew that this was going to be a legitimate adoption and it wasn't going to be any type of yeah, some weird under stuff. the table type thing. Because obviously the goal is to keep children with their families. Mm-hmm. But like we know that sometimes those aren't the best thing. And so. Yeah. Yeah. What, what do you think, Kurt? Well, one of the things that I had a question for is, you know, when we did have the birthday joy program in here, they were talking about how they helped serve a thousand kids in this area. Um, is, a, year, a year, yeah. A year. Is that is that how high is the number in our area where people are needing to be adopted and, and, and find a home? Sure. In the United States, I think there's about 100,000 children who need a home. And, um, I, you know, I don't know the statistics for our area, but I also, but I do know that 
there are more than what we think there are. You know, I don't think it's advertised as much in Lake City or, you know, Dickinson or Galveston. Um, I do know there's a lot of organizations that are helping kids and helping to keep families together. Um, I volunteered with CPS a couple years ago and, you know, the goal is to family get them back, get them back together. And so many people, despite, you know, we, you know, there's so many different circumstances that would cause issues like that. But, um, you know, a lot of it's just education and um, helping families and, you know, be able to parent better and things like that. Right. That's what, uh, you know, keep mentioning the birthday joy, but that was the last time that we had somebody and we we're kind of talking, you know, along the same lines. So they said there was a group home. And when I think of, you know, when they describe the group home, group home, I'm like, okay, you know, kind of see what that is. But there's one in Galveston, there's one in Liverpool, and there's one in Houston that they go to and they do their events at and um, kind of show some positivity to the kids, show mm-hmm. something that they don't normally have. Cause I mean, these kids don't have a stable environment and uh, they need, they need help. They need homes. They need people like, like yourself, you know, and people like the birthday joy. And, and we like to try and spread some awareness because like, I mean, we don't realize what's going on. That's why we ask so many questions and hopefully, you know, that's okay. No, absolutely. And, and really there's so many kids that need a forever family and a forever home. And, um, even when they get older, you know, there's this gap in time too, where they, once they get to be 17, 18 years old, you know, but I heard a great story this weekend on the college football about a 21 year old who had kind of been fostered with their family and they finally adopted him. So it's never wow. too late. Everybody wants to have that, that home and that yeah. family <laughs> feeling too. So and yeah. What's the best way, you know, for us to kind of help out you yeah, guys? Thank you for asking. Um, so what we do is we fundraise throughout the year. Um, we have a t-shirts that we sell. We have a great little night at Kendra Scott that, you know, she's so generous as mm-hmm. well. And so our big event is coming up in November 3rd. It's the Deer Park Color Run, um, Chalk It Up for Charities. And it's a color fun run where we, it's a 5K run or walk. It's in Deer Park, Texas, which is in Dow, Dow Park is in, um, where we'll be, we'll be at. And Okay. So yeah, that's that's, cool. a, that's one of that's probably our biggest fundraiser that we that we do and raise money to be able to support the adoption. That's grants. cool. Color runs, <laughs> there. I mean, they're fun. You know, I haven't done one, but I've seen pictures, and I'm like, man, that looks like a blast. You know, because then you get to throw the colors. Everybody wears the wall. <laughs> yeah. You get the shirt, and it's a it's a lot of fun. So that's a good cause. That's in November. Yes, sir. It's November third. So you also mentioned Kendra Scott. So that's a jewelry brand, right? Uh-huh. So what do y'all do? How does that work? So um, Kendra Scott is very generous. She will bring in a um, nonprofit once a month and be able to give 20% of the proceeds that evening to the nonprofit. So of all oh, wow. the people that come in the store from like, you know, six to nine o'clock, um, she'll write us a check. That's cool. Yeah. There's that's one in Baybrook nice. Mall. Is that the one uh-huh, that y'all do? That's where we had it. We had it back in August and um, raised a good amount of money. So wow. very nice. Kurt, have you ever heard of Kendra Scott? I plead the fifth on if I've ever been to Kendra Scott. Really? I plead the fifth. Have you seen it? Can you at least like admit that? I don't go every weekend. I promise. I promise. Wow. I promise. Well, they've got good jewelry. If you have a woman in your life, they have really good quality jewelry. I don't wear it either. I promise. It's close to Salada, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's out there. Yeah, close to Salada. So, um, man, y'all need to have one of those have one of those again that'd be cool thank you yeah and then you have to let us know so then we can let our people know Mm -hmm. or me so (laughs) i can go get my jewelry for for cheaper (laughs) 
well, not for cheaper, but at least you know oh, it kind of justifies for a good cause. Yeah, yes. a good cause. Yeah, yeah, same thing. In my opinion, <laughs> sure. That's how I have to justify it. Okay. In my head, it's nine ten. You're listening to KHEA Radio ninety nine point five FM. If you have any questions, you can ask on our social media streams. We're streaming live on YouTube. If you're not following us on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe. If you have a Gmail account, you have a YouTube account. <laughs> that's that's it. That's and as easy. as All that. of our videos are up there. You can catch past shows. It's easy to search through all of the videos mm-hmm. that we have and it all is. of our giveaway videos are up there all of our past lives where we go on into the community are up there it's a pretty cool page yeah and then obviously if you're watching on facebook make sure that you do like and share out this video we want to get as many people in the know about what's going on with this organization here today and uh, make sure you like khea radio on facebook can we get a flood of like heart emojis maybe just just hit that heart button. Do it. If you're watching on your phone. Yeah. Hit that heart button just so that we can show our guests today some love. Yes. This is KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. We're going to take a quick look at the weather. Take a break. We will be back. We're going to keep the fun going. Keep the learning going. We like to learn something every day. This is KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. This is the KHEA Radio Kickstart Weather Center brought to you by Texas Chronicles History, Mystery, and Adventure with Curtsy, the Corn, Casper. It's currently 79 degrees right now in Lamarck, Texas. It is going to be cloudy for the most part of this afternoon. 7 o'clock is your sunset. Your sunrise tomorrow morning is 7.14 a.m. Friday, your high is 85 and the chance of showers and thunderstorms. Saturday, 85 and that's about your weather for the next couple of days. You started that weather so fast. I know. And then I was like, wait, I don't have anything to say. I need to slow down. You know what you sounded like? You sounded like you were an announcer, like for a baseball <laughs> team back in the 30s. Like, oh, up to the plate. Gonna Coming bat. up. Yeah. This is KGA Radio, 99.5 FM. KGA Radio. <laughs> hey, look at those flood of reacts. Gonna... I love it. There love they the, are. I love the heart emojis. Um, if you are watching, you know the best way to to, to help KHEA Radio? Mm-mm. You don't know the best way? Mm. Hit the share button. Because the more you share this video, the more that you share our page, the more that you invite all of your friends <laughs> to like KHEA Radio, the more our bosses get excited. <laughs> and we get to keep our jobs for at least one more day. Taco's the boss. Taco is the boss. We, we answer to the taco. Yes. So help us, please. Thank you. So you said y'all do like y'all have shirts and stuff that you can that you can buy. Yeah, absolutely. We have a little line of T-shirts that just say defend the fatherless or Mm -hmm. the spirit lead me where my trust is without borders. And we just had a new one made that one less orphan. And so they're just $20 and we actually um, all the money raised. We had a generous um, donor kind of pay for the T-shirts for us. So Mm -hmm. we're able to all the money raised go towards adoption grants where did, do you know where you got them printed um oh that's a great question um was it oh, local it's in pasadena. yeah it's in pasadena okay. yeah sh- there, there's some friends of ours i can't remember the name of the um their company the company i can look real quick but they're a great um place that helps us get some good printing done but i wanted to share one thing though mm-hmm. so in, in a year and a half we have been able to help um four children um, get adopted. Oh, that's cool. Which, um, when I started this little um, adventure, I kind of just had a goal of helping one family a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, you know, God's ways are always bigger than our, our ways. And so the first year we were able to help to give two adoption grants. And then um, two weeks ago, we were able to give a third adoption grant. Wow. And so um, 
so one of them was adopting two kids. And so that's why it was four kids total. So I've been excited to see kind of it's been bigger and better than what I probably hoped for, which yeah. I had friends tell me that. Um, but it's just one of those things to where it's been neat to see how people have just kind of partnered with us and mm-hmm. journeyed with us and cheered us on on our journey and then allows us to continue to be able to give back and be able to help other families because we know it's a hard road. We've been yeah. there. And so, um, so many setbacks, so many tears, so many things that were overwhelming on our journey. And so if we can help take the ease off the financial burden, then it's been really great joy. Yeah. It's kind of been like the publisher's clearinghouse, though. The times that we've surprised the families, they don't know that we're coming. And so oh, wow. we get to show up with a check and with balloons and um I don't know. It's just, it's been such a great joy because we know that, yes, it's money, but just that, okay, now I don't have to worry about where it's going to come from. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, we've had a couple people say, that's the last amount of money that we needed. And, yeah. you know, thank you so much. And you have no idea. And we're like, we do know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we do know what it feels like there. to have yeah. that last payment and be able to sit back and not wait for the child to, to come home or to be able to, you know, move forward. So it's been neat. I've been excited to see what has happened this last year and a half. So you, you also, you know, you referenced uh, James and just like how the Bible, they say, you know, the taking care of the, of the widows and the orphans, like how important and like, does, is that, you know, that like the decree and, and saying that to start this, is that, Sure. Well, he's real clear about this true religion, you know, right. and so it's one thing just to kind of talk about it and to, okay, yeah, we know we have people, you know, at the birthday joy, oh, a thousand kids, but to actually do something and to, you know, there's, there's so much a difference between just kind of knowing about it and then just ignoring it versus mm-hmm. really God has asked us to do something about it. We are his hands and feet, you know, and I love that song with Matthew West, the do something song. And mm-hmm. that's kind of what triggered our family on this journey is because you, know, you sit around saying, God, why do we have all these orphans? Why do we have these kids who need a home? Why don't you do something? Right. And I love that line that says, I did. Mm-hmm. I created you. Yeah. You know, and so it's been kind of just the charge in our that's family cool. to to not just sit by the sidelines. And really, once your eyes are open to the needs of the world, it's hard to turn a blind eye, mm-hmm. you know. And I wish we could do more. I wish I had a million dollars, you know. But um, but I know that it, what that was a little bit that we're doing is, is helping kids, you know, have a mm-hmm. forever family. Because we know the joy that our little one brings our family and um, how happy she is to have a mommy and a daddy and a brother and two brothers and a sister. And so... Her little heart has just been so neat to be able to see because I know she's gone through pain and hard times and, you know, coming from a hard place as an orphanage. There's so many trust issues that you right. have to work through. And how old been, is she now? She's six now. Six? So we've had her for a year. Okay. Last um, Thursday was her one year gotcha day. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, um, but, you know, it's been great. So our, my point is that we know all the feelings and we know how hard it is and we know that adoption is also beautiful so we want to be able just to partner with families and walk with them as well not just give them a check but also to follow up and to be there for them and to understand because it's kind of a road less traveled Mm. you know Um, I think everybody knows somebody who's been adopted but really to to go through those feelings and the journey is it's it's, yeah you need need support (laughs) so So where did you get the where did you start helping orphans and stuff where did that for you personally you know um it's it's funny i 
about, probably about 25 years ago, I, 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 we went to a church. Um, my husband was leading worship and, and there was a, a guy that was talking about, they had visited an orphanage, you know, but mm-hmm. we had just gotten married. It was kind of like on the back of your head, like, oh, right. that's kind of cool. Well, then we had some, some friends who were in our wedding and they adopted from China. And so I kind of had followed her journey to about 10 years ago. And finally, about four years ago, our family had just kind of gotten to that point where we were like, what's next for us, Lord? You know, is it, you know, do I need to start working more? Um, the baby was going to start kindergarten. What do you have for our family? So we just began to pray. And um, and then I had, in the meantime, I was leading a medical mission trip to Haiti. And so all that planning that I did and um, I had started just this reoccurring statistics kept coming up about a million orphans in Haiti, a million orphans in Haiti. And and so really, um, we were like, well, do we want to, is adoption on our plate? Because right. we had three kids, we already had more than <laughs> most families do. Mm-hmm. And um, and so we started praying about adoption. And finally, my husband, he he probably, his heart has always been bent more towards it. I'm just kind of an overthinker about, okay, we already have three kids, you know, are, are we going to be able to do all this, you know? And <laughs> yeah. um, and so he he we prayed about it together. And then he said, well, let's ask the kids what, what they think. Well, I mm-hmm. thought, well, okay, great, because we're going to say that's the craziest idea, you know, so yeah. we'll shut this down. But they all three just looked at us and said, well, why wouldn't we do this? Mm-hmm. You know? And so it kind of just like, okay, our family is ready. Our heart was ready. Our home was, you know, open for one more. And it's kind of just evolved from that. Um, of course, when you start looking through all the different adoption options, <laughs> it's very overwhelming. Um, and so we researched China, Uganda, you know, Haiti. We did, we looked at foster to adopt, you know, here domestically and, it wasn't until, again, I'm, in the meantime, I'm just preparing that medical mission trip to mm-hmm. Haiti. Um, and then all of a sudden, my husband, he's a worship pastor, and he he said, do you remember that song that I wrote about Haiti about three or four years ago? Because our church had gone and did water wells um, before the earthquake. Um, and so I was like, well, I, yeah, I think so. I, I mean, so he ran out in his music room, got the yeah. lyrics of his song. And when he brought it in, he just read the first line and he said, look into the eyes of a little, you know, Haitian girl. You know, we just Mm -hmm. were like, okay, wow, this is such a a beautiful just reminder of what God had planted Haiti in our hearts just Mm -hmm. years before. And so we just felt like that was kind of like the, (laughs) you know, you pray for the the sign, the red sign. That was it. it. So we started looking for it through Haiti. And of course, between us, I think we picked their God pick the hardest country <laughs> to adopt from. Yeah. But um, but we knew that, you know, he equips the call and we just thought, okay, we'll take one step forward. And it, they kind of said, oh, it might take a couple, you know, two or three years. And I was like, no, no it's yeah. not. No, it's not, you know, and <laughs> we're, we have favor. We're going to get it like in 18 months, you know, yeah. but, um, but the Lord taught us a lot on that journey. And um, so... Sorry to ramble, but <laughs> no, yeah, this is all. <laughs> that's kind of how we just stories. started started thinking about adoptions and helping other people. So, so I, I was thinking whenever, um, like the homes in Galveston, like the the group homes, and then you know we're mentioning all the kids that are around the world. You know, millions and millions of kids who need homes. And uh, do, I mean, in your research and what you have seen, is it easier for kids to move away? From where that like if there was a, a child here like in Galveston, like for them to go somewhere else to get like a fresh start and get away oh, from. Sure. Does that make sense? Yeah, I don't know, I don't know if it, it's better. Um, I think children, no matter if you're, 
you know, move down the road or move across the ocean. There's so many things that has to play into their trust and adjusting and bonding. You know, I think those are kind of the the top three or four issues. Now with our little girl, um, we had a language barrier. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so, and culturally things are a lot different in America versus Haiti. So she had to learn quickly the language and be able to, you know, understand the culture. So, you know, obviously it would probably be easier for somebody that was born in the States, just, you know, stay in the States and things like that. Um, but the biggest thing is just rehealing the brain, you know, from trauma and being, um, you know, basically abandoned in some cases. And mm-hmm. so I think, I think that's the issue versus maybe where you go, yeah. um, you know, I, I, I hate that she's lost some of her French, you know, and things like that. The culture, I will still want to embed that into her because that's who she is. Mm-hmm. And so we do plan on taking her back. And, and we always talk about Haiti and we always, we actually probably know more French than she does now because of what she taught us a year ago, mm-hmm. but then she forgot it, you know. So we try to talk a little bit and with her and talk of Haiti and how beautiful it is and how, what a beautiful country and people there are and so, you know, the culture is definitely a big part of it when you're going yeah. back to your question. So, um, yeah, I was just thinking, cause like, even if there's, cause all these kids, I guess it's different situations, either yeah. their parents were not able to take care of them or sure. did not want them. And maybe if they remember any of that, or it's like, Hey, they're out one day with you and it's like, is that my mom? You know, sure. like, it's just like, I was just thinking like, Hey, to have them somewhere else. Oh, sure. It's sure. Just, I guess it's, everyone's unique. No, there's you a risk. Know. There's definitely yeah. a risk. Um, but don't forget to orphans also because of death in the families right. and things like that. And, um, so it's not always families, you know, don't want them. It's just either they've made poor choices or there's been deaths. Um, like in our case, the maternal death rate is over 50% in Haiti because of the infection and things like that. So, you know, and poverty and things like that. So I, I do know what you're saying though, about the fear of somebody knocking on your door or you run into somebody, but the best thing for children is to have an open adoption. You know, mm-hmm. um, they've seen, they've shown so many research articles and people talk about how the more open you can be the, about it, the better they do. So right. really if there was a scenario where, birth mother or birth father live down the road and could have an open adoption that is the best thing for the children wow. you know so <laughs> yeah because if you don't talk about something then it means it's secret and bad and so what they've seen with adoption is that you've got to over talk about it you've got to overly be open to you know having some of the birth family involved if if both parties are willing of right. course you have to set boundaries and things like that but mm-hmm. I know what you're saying. It would be kind of hard to say, does my family live around here? And But the goal is to fill their brain, mm-hmm. show them love, you know, and to provide that safe place for them. So, Do you live in Deer Park, like around that area? Well, it's funny. We actually were from there. We both graduated from Deer Park High School. and um, But the last five or six years, we moved to Lake City because my husband's full-time job in Galveston. He's an administrator there at UTMB. Ooh. So he still leads worship in Deer Park. Um, mm-hmm. He's still a worship pastor, but we kind of decided to move halfway that right. way. He's just Lake City and is ha- kind of halfway. Plus, he got five hours back in his day to kind of be with the kids and mm-hmm. from driving all the way back to Deer Park. So cool. So yeah, Deer Park is just our kind of our home. We, we still call it our hometown. Yeah. So. That's cool. So you said you have three other kids. 
We do. Um, so uh, my daughter is 15. She's about to start driving at the end of the month, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be 16. And then our son is seventh grade. Our other son is in fourth grade. And then our little girl, Anna, she just started kindergarten. So mm-hmm. it's been great for her because she's such a a sponge, you know. And um, so they all go to like Creek CCIC? Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. we're, we're zoned to the education village there. Awesome. Yeah. So. yeah, that's one of the things that when, when the birthday joy program was in, that kind of shocked, I guess, Gardy and I was, you know, again, the number, the sheer number, like they said, a thousand kids in our area. Well, a thousand a kids year. that they that they help specifically a year. Yeah, there's there's more, you know, there's other group homes and people that are in foster homes. And we I mean, that we don't not know. aware of. Right. And I think, you know, I don't know if if it's uh, like our area just turns a blind eye to it in a way or. Um, we just do a really like, I don't know, because it could be the kid like they still go to school. Sure. You know, they're not sitting at the orphanage, mm-hmm. you know, the whole time. You know, they're going to our public schools. We just don't know it. You know, right. and I think that's that's one of the reasons why I was really excited to have you in studio today was to kind of again, we're shedding a light on an issue that I think our our communities don't want to talk about. Well, it's not. I don't think it's that they don't. It's a it's a um, education thing. We don't people don't know. You know, and that's why, yeah. again, you don't like know why we like you, to talk about it. Yeah, you, you don't know. know what to do. You don't know that there's a, like you said, you know, the orphan crisis and we don't realize, hey, this actually is a crisis, you know, and, and people like you need to step up and and keep stepping up. And, you know, me too and Kurt too and doing what we can to help you out and, and spread awareness. Well, even I heard a story about um, in the Seabrook beaches, there was a two little boys that were living in a tent and that's just right down the road from us, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think you're right. I think, and you know, maybe the school does a great job of kind of, you know, covering some of that, but I feel like it's important for us to just to spread the word of how we all can do something. Mm -hmm. Not everybody is called to bring in another child in their home for whatever reasons. And and that's okay. Nobody should feel guilty that they don't have the heart to adopt. Um, But we all can do something to help out and to be able to, most people are bent towards a child, you know, in need and wanting them to have a, a better life and things like that. And so, you know, it's neat to be able to offer that for them as well. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, we did have a question <laughs> on, on the, the feed. Uh, they want to know, do you have uh, uh, infant boys? Well, uh, it's a little different, right? Yeah. Kind of explain how, what y'all do. Sure. What was the question? Well, they, I'm sorry. Well, they were asking about infant boys, but it, you're not an it's not an, okay. No, that would be an adoption agency. And yeah. there's wonderful adoption agencies around the, even the Houston area that if anybody wanted to message me, I can always direct them to a couple that we recommend in the area, like Gladney Adoption Agency. But yeah, we're not adoption agency. We just help families who have already done their home study, which is basically a fancy word for saying the state of Texas has, or whatever state you live in has approved you to adopt. And so once they have their home study done, um, and they have ref- references from their families and from friends and their pastors and things like that. Then they apply for the grant. So our role is not to match children. Our role is just to help people that have already started the journey through the agency and help fund that adoption. And it's the transition to period too, right? So trying mm-hmm. to help them with Absolutely. transitioning into being into your home from the orphanage, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. What does the home study entail? <laughs> Oh, gosh. Well, it's funny, you know, um, they want to come into your home, talk to your children, look at your home to see if it's a safe place, Mm -hmm. um, check for those safety precautions. 
in your home. Um, for us, it was mostly just a lot of asking to make sure the children were on board because um, they, you know, they never want to approve a family to adopt if there would be any type of hesitation from other family members and things like that. Um, you know, they look for, make sure you have your fire extinguishers and things like yeah. that. Um, safety is a big deal, mm-hmm. a safe place for a child to come home to and just to talk to you about kind of our, our social worker was actually just really friendly and just sat down with us and gave us kind of what to expect after we brought our child home. But I know there's some social workers who are very detailed oriented where you have to have the fire department come out to your home and, and check all your extinguishers and, um, or, what are they called? Alarms. Alarms. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Alarms, um, yeah, yeah, I couldn't think of it. Ours went off at in the middle of the night this weekend. So <laughs> well, I should remember. But <laughs> yeah, Glenda said she is interested in adoption and thank you for what you're doing. So we had oh. just kind of said, hey, if she is interested, she could reach out to you. Is that something she could Absolutely. do? Just I, I would love right to direction. answer any questions that she might have because I know when we started the, the process, I had a billion questions. And so if it wasn't for a few people that I could ask, you know, I don't know what we have done. So anytime, right. any questions, um, and sometimes it's, it evolves too. You might have some questions, but then later on you might think of something else. So yeah, she can always message us mm-hmm. with our Facebook page. And then I, if she's looking for, to adopt, then we can kind of give her some agencies that we, we've worked with or know, know about. We use Love Beyond Borders. Um, they do a lot of um, international adoptions, but definitely locally, there's some great places too. Cool. <laughs> That's really cool. And how can people get in contact with you? Sure. Um, I think you're tagging our um, our Facebook page and my phone numbers on the about information part on that part. But Inspire Norfin Care is the name of our um, Facebook page. And our email, I can say that it's Anna Cherie and it's C-H-E-R-I foundation at gmail.com. We're also looking for places to come, you know, share our story too. So if anybody has a ladies group or a, a luncheon or something, right. we would love to be able to share this with people. Cause mm-hmm. I think, again, it's just defending the fatherless. What can we do to help and, mm-hmm. and to bring awareness to? And one of the other missions that we have is to share adoption stories. So every other Friday or so we post stories of families that have adopted because I believe through storytelling, kind of like even what the radio is, this mm-hmm. is how we, we change the world is by talking and sharing stories. And so our, our other mission is to just share adoption stories. And so if anybody has adoption story that they would like to share it now, sometimes people are like, well, it's kind of personal or it's kind right. of a sticky situation and that's fine. But we've had some really generous people just kind of share their hearts kind of about why they chose adoption um, and then be able to just inspire people. Cause if you, you've never heard a story about adoption, then you would never think about adoption. And so we also are collecting adoption stories to be able to share. And sometimes that's why I shared that one this week. And I, I heard, my friend had posted it about the football player, mm-hmm. I think from Arkansas. And it's going to just sharing those great, good stories around about what's going on and how people, you know, I kind of made that decision because we all want to know like, what made you, like you said, what made you want to adopt? Or, right. You know what? And ask those questions. And, and to, for us, you can ask us those hard questions that you kind of feel embarrassed about mm-hmm. because we know we ha- we had those same questions. And, yeah. and there's no dumb question because it's 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 a lot. So yeah, I think hearing <laughs> I think hearing any story will, I mean, make question make you have questions 
about that story. Like specifically, it's like, I didn't even know that. Yeah, you, know, you hear a story and sure. then you have the questions to ask. She didn't even know you had. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like I didn't realize it was, it costs a lot of money to, to adopt. Um, that's why you, you're doing <laughs> what you do to kind of help, sure. help with uh, financial burdens and, and uh, get some people that that's their desire. I mean, if that's, if money's what's holding you back, then, you know, it's weird to say, but God will provide, you know, if that's put on your heart, you know, oh, it's going to sure. be a way. Sure. And God's economy is so much bigger than our economy, you right. know, and, and we didn't have a money tree for our adoption. We just, every time we had a payment, God just provided. And so it's been kind of, and I knew that was going to happen because when we first, first decided to adopt, um, we kind of just had that budget talk, you know, right. <laughs> like, okay, let's look at our budget. How can we save more? What do we need to cut back on? And then the Lord said, do you trust me? Do yeah. you trust me with your money? You know, because we always heard that saying the biggest nerve is from our wallet to our heart, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so, um, but we took the leap of faith and God provided every payment um, just like I knew he would. So I just yeah. want to just birth that hope into people that, like I have a family right now that reached out and they're like, we have no idea how we're going to pay for this, but we know for sure that God called us to do this. And that excites me because then I, we can look back and praise him for how he did provide. Yeah. So <laughs> That's cool. it's just money, right? You know, me and Kurt have <laughs> talked about that before. Cause like, I mean, we get, people get stressed out about money. You know, we, Kurt got his car towed on Saturday. Oh no. And that's no fun. Oh no. no and no. so it, as you have to say like, okay, it's just money. You know, so it's I can just, always print more in my printer. <laughs> I mean, don't come after oh, me. Oh, you have one that's yeah. in your house? Yeah, <laughs> that's him. <laughs> no, but yeah. Sure. It, yeah. You can always get more money. You can always make more money. And yesterday I, I was talking to Kurt. I was like, you're even like just like a, a couple ideas away or like one thing away from, I mean, it's just money. One scratch away from a million dollars. <laughs> one scratch away. But we don't recommend that, but it, <laughs> it is true, you sure. know. I don't know. Well, and we always, and we know too that people that have everything still are so lonely and sad and right. you know, money. So when you were talking about, you know, you want to get people stories, like how were you thinking about collecting those and like, how would you share those? Like in print form or audio form, video form, all of the, all well, the um, no, that's No, that's a great question. So on our Facebook page, we just kind of highlight the families. They'll, they'll send me a picture and their story and we just post them to our Facebook page. Um, there's some of them on our website as well. Um, eventually, I would love to have an adoption type podcast or something to where mm -hmm. we can kind of, you know, sh share stories personally with people, but also kind of do that. Okay, this is how we handled um, food ish food hoarding whenever our little girl came home and be able to help people with that. Oh yeah. My child had that issue or this is what wow. helped us or that's um, the thing, I guess I never even thought about that. Well, um, okay. I don't want to cry. I'm going to yeah. do really best not to cry today, but my friends are probably laughing cause they know I cry a lot. But, um, <laughs> so when you're from an orphanage, you know, you know, hungry. <laughs> and mm -hmm. so, um, there were definitely some times where, you know, she would keep some food in her mouth and things like that. Um, just because you just don't know if you're going to get it again. You know, at the orphanage, they fought over a grain of rice. If it was in the corner of the room, you know, they ate everything on their plate. And so, you know, so just Dylan, how we handled that, how, how we helped her to trust us with food, you know, um, even being home a year, she sometimes will say, am I going to eat today? And I, 
And I'm, yeah. I kind of give her a hard time. I'm like, girl. And she's like, I know I'm going to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner and one snack because I've wow. had to tell her and remind her. So her mind knows it, but her heart just hasn't really trusted me yet on food, you know? And so I always make sure if we give her a snack that I put it in a baggie and I label it. And I said, this is Anna's. You can have it whenever you're ready. And this is your water bottle with an A on it. That way she always knows this is her food. Um, when she first came home, she would carry around two water bottles all the time, you know? And I was like, girl, you don't have to have both, you know? But mm-hmm. I realized she's she never had access to clear water or clean water like that. So for her, she just kept it with her all the time, you know? There was a time where she even took a nap with her cookie in her hand, you know, because she just didn't know if she would get it again. And mm-hmm. so we've had to work through, and it hasn't been as bad as I was expecting, but we still have some food issues. And so... You know, just again, to be able to help families with that and to be able to understand that it's normal for them to sit and pout when you, they transition because their mind doesn't know if they'll ever watch that other show again, you know, and to be able to encourage people because it's there are definitely some hard moments of learning and character building and, um, you know, at I'm not going to ever lie and say it was all butterflies and rainbows because people think of adoption. They're like, oh, that's so sweet. That's amazing. Yes. But they're hard, there's hard days. And so my going back to your question, we share adoption stories on our Facebook page, but I would love to be able to one day just expand on that and be yeah. able to, you know, talk with more families. So, so we got 35 seconds, 30 <laughs> seconds now. We'll go on the FM some more, keep talking about everything like we've been doing. And, and I think talking about the Deer Park would be cool as well. Okay. We haven't color talked run. about the, the color run a whole lot. Okay, yeah, that'd be great. about that would be great. Thank you. And that's the next big one. That's in November where you can help support. Yeah, I'm going to, I brought some flyers so I can remember to talk about it too. Here's another one for him. Yay, thank you. You got seven seconds. Good morning. You're listening to KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. I'm Guardy. And I'm Kurt. And we have Laura in studio. We're talking about inspiring orphan care. We're talking about all the stuff that they have going on with their organization. How are you doing today? Wonderful. Thank you so much for having us today. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for being here. You know, we have we've learned a lot. We've been talking on our on our Facebook stream. We've been talking over the FM and, and everywhere else that they'll legally allow us to, to put our, <laughs> our signal. Legally. Yeah, and I, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> yeah, so there is an event coming up in November. Can you kind of share a little bit of information and um, what what this, what is this event? <laughs> yes, absolutely. So we have a Deer Park Color Fun Run, 5K Run and Walk on November 3rd this year. And our tagline is Chalk It Up for Charities. Um, we'll be throwing chalk on all of our runners and walkers as mm-hmm. they do the 5K and all the proceeds that we raise for that weekend will be divided between um, two charities, myself, Inspire Orphan Care, and also um, Clothed by Faith, which is a great organization in our area who are helping clothe um, people in need. So, yeah, it's a great event. Um, this is our second one. Last year, we had such a great um, turnout, and we're just looking forward to this weekend or November 3rd and just kind of what's going to happen with the fun run. That's cool. Are you a big runner or a 5K <laughs> participant? Oh, geez. Uh, well, I kind of hung up my running shoes um, about <laughs> probably, I guess, nine years ago after I 
desperately, basically barely got through the Houston Marathon. Yeah. And so um, after running 26 miles, I thought my time was up and I never had to run again. <laughs> so, um, but I'll be there. It's a lot of walkers too, a lot of great families that bring their strollers out. And um, that's so. <laughs> cool. That is, that is impressive though. Like the Houston Marathon is no, is no joke. Yeah. 26 miles is, that's a long time. <laughs> <laughs> well, so the story with that is you have six hours to finish the marathon uh -huh. and um, to get a medal. And so you want to know what my time was? What was it? Five fifty nine fifty two. That's awesome. <laughs> so, hey, you did barely. it. <laughs> barely. Barely. And they will never um, take that away. <laughs> they will never take that away. But, but through all those through all those runs and prep stuff, I've, I participated in some of these runs and walks. And I realized it's such a great a community event to come out and so um when we started raising money um we thought you know what what if we put on one of those events and the chalk is always so fun because you you know we talked about this earlier but you wear your white t-shirt mm -hmm. or we give you a white t-shirt and uh, at the end of the race you come back pink and purple and green and orange and um mm -hmm. so we give great prizes out and chick-fil-a will be out there that morning with us and um Cool. We're very excited. About so it. if somebody wants to sign up for that, is there a website where they can go register or find out information? Yes, you can register at www.deerparkcolorrun.com. The registration before October 21st is $30. Um, and we also have a discount for teams. If you want to register online with a group of 10 or more, the cost is only $25. So these are, these are fun in general, but not only are these fun, this is actually, it has a cause. It's a great cause. So if you're interested, interested, go to DeerParkColorRun.com, find out more information, go register, take your family and uh, check it out. And you can find out more about this event at DeerParkColorRun.com. So it's been, a, it's been a good time. Been a I've lot. learned a lot. I've learned a lot. I, I feel like the, the main thing that I was kind of shocking is just like how much it actually costs to adopt. I didn't realize that. And can you kind of like, tell us again, like what is... Like on average, what's the figure to adopt? So on average is about thirty to fifty thousand dollars, and that is adopting anywhere from domestic here in the states or overseas. Um, obviously, the higher number is because of the travel that it takes to travel to see your child, and a lot of countries require two trips. And so, for like for us, we had to go to Haiti for two weeks a year before we brought her home for our socialization visit. So all those costs add up and. It's very, yeah. it's very high and very alarming how expensive it is. But I'm well. I'm looking at a comment it. here. I guess from your social media page from your team and somebody that's running this, they say there are actually 450,000 children in the foster care system in America. So, you know, adoption and foster care. In your in your opinion, do you think like fostering first is a good idea to see? Hey, does this work for me? Or is there? You mentioned something about foster to adopt here in the states as well. Yeah, usually if you go through the CPS um, system, you have to do foster to adopt. They don't just automatically do adopt. And mm -hmm. so um, I don't like to say that they would be trying it out. I think once your heart is called to it, then you're all in. You know, I think God wants us to just be all in no matter what the outcome is. Um, again, when you foster to adopt, the goal is to be able to keep those children with their families mm -hmm. at all costs. And so that is that is the best case scenario. And sometimes the families just need education and help to get back on track. Um, but then at times with the, the rights are, are are let go of the family, then yes, it's wonderful to have families that are ready to adopt and to have that call to bring, a, a, you know, to keep a child in. And as far as foster care goes, how does that work? I mean, does the, I mean, I guess you have to do, you mentioned a home study and how does that work? 
Yeah, there's a lot of classes they have to take to be able to be um, kind of qualified to to foster and a lot of background checks and fingerprints, (laughs) medical um, exams and home studies to be able to um, to be approved to be a foster parent. Gotcha. (laughs) And what about I mean, I hate to go back to it, but like cost, like what is what is the cost and stuff like that? You know, um, the state is very supportive of, of from what I've research with foster to adopt um at the end though when it comes to adoption then there are some added costs for the attorney fees and things like that that families are responsible for i don't have the exact number through that through that way to adopt but more more of the domestic private adoptions and the international adoptions is what i'm probably know more about the financial part (laughs) okay right now it's 9 46 you're listening to khea radio 99.5 fm we're talking to Laura. We're talking about inspiring orphan care, all the things that they're doing. Y'all did something with Kendra Scott. And yeah, that was cool. It, it's fun. It's, she's such a great um, person and a, kind of a give back. That's their tagline is a give back. And um, all the proceeds that we raised that night, um, we got 20% of those. Mm-hmm. So one thing I forgot to tell you, we also do a baby bottle drive. And so a lot of organizations have um, collected change for us um, throughout a period of time and that's been a great organization for like the, the Leos that are the, the Lions Club group okay. church groups be able to collect baby bottle drives and Boy Scouts as well to be able to um, collect change to be able to help fund these grants too that's been kind of fun to let the, the youth be involved that's like cool. we talked about earlier many people know about the orphan crisis and mm-hmm. if you grow up in an area that doesn't have orphanages on the block it's good to be able to educate and to tell people how they can help yeah what do you think, Kurt? Uh, can you kind of tell us a little bit about, again, how can we help you uh, spread the message, I guess? Because this is, we talked a little bit earlier, like, you don't know that this is happening in our in our backyard, and it kind of is. Sure. You know, there, there's a lot of uh, kids who still need to be adopted, who need to find a home. How can we help spread that message? How can we help you? Well, you guys are doing it this morning, helping, you know, letting me come in and talk. And you guys have such a heart for the community already. So just spreading the word about our our fundraiser events, helping people know that, you know, if they have a heart for adoption, then they can reach out to us. And we also need people to apply for the grants. I don't want to forget Mm -hmm. that part, too. So if you're on the road of adoption and you looking at your finances and you have no idea how you're going to meet that high number, reach out to us, apply for our grant because we definitely have, you know, that's a big area that we need to be able to have families to apply to. So um, helping us advertise is a big deal. Putting a shout out to people in your daily conversation. If you, you know, talk to people who might want to adopt, say, Hey, I met this girl. Yes. <laughs> okay. You can, you know, send them our way. So thank you for asking, but you guys are doing it. But having us on this morning and giving a shout out and Facebook is such a great way to help us advertise. Cool. Yeah. We'll continue to do that. You know, if there's people that are, that are interested, we can definitely, if you know, that's okay. We'll point them towards you. Absolutely. Please do. Well, yeah. Thank you for joining us this morning. Um, you know, one more time before we, we kind of end this and take a quick break. Can you share, you know, your website, maybe social media, how somebody can get a hold of you? That's great. Um, yes, well, you can get a hold of us on Facebook at um, Inspiring Orphan Care, and our base, our website is um, InspiringOrphanCare.org. And I just want to remind everybody that 
100% of the money we raised goes through the grants. All the administrative costs, we we do those ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so I want people to know that their money, every penny that they donate to us will go directly to an adoption grant. There's nothing that I get paid. There's nothing that we pay for mailing or anything like that. That is all separate. And so please know that if you attend this fun run or you come to one of our events, that every penny that you donate goes towards the adoption grants. That's awesome. That's great. Thank you for, for coming in here today. Thank you for for uh, sharing your story a little bit. You know, if, if you missed it, go back later on and, and hear the story about why she's involved in, in orphan care. I think it's a really powerful story. I think it's really cool that you're, you're helping out and, and, and continuing to spread this message. So thank you so much. Yes. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> thank you, guys. God bless you guys so much. You're doing a great job in our community. Thank you. I'm sure we'll be talking more soon. Let us know when you have events and we can get you back on and we can talk about, you know, whenever you want to. Sounds great. Thank you. This is KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. Coming up next is Blanca. Stay tuned. We're going to have our good friend Stephanie in studio. She's the owner of Furniture Zone. This is KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. Yay. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> thanks for sharing more story. Aww. Anytime, Judy. Make sure that you're liking KGA Radio. We do it a lot. We try to, anyway. <laughs> we share a lot of stories. We, we love share it. A lot. We love it. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, guys. Nice to meet you. Oh, nice to meet yes. you. Uh, let us know anything else. Like I said for a moment. Yeah, bye. Okay. Bye. Do I go let Stephanie? Let her in. Uh, I don't know. Put her in the hot seat. Uh, <laughs> Stephanie. We have the hard questions prepared. Yeah, no. I, I was gonna bring you all some, and I was like, uh, drink. Yeah, I usually keep my it. drink on the. You I put You can put your drink on there because I trust you. <laughs> he doesn't trust me with. No, it's all right. Kurt, you'll you'll I, do that, and then I'll be like knocking it over. Yeah, I don't trust Kurt. Sweet, Woo. thank you. We got some shirts. Woo. I'm wearing it. And I'll be furniture zone. I'm push this, this button every and, day and be like, hey. You have to take the thing off. It lights up. Oh, cool. Wait, how These are go? fancy pens. Ooh, and they erase? No, you push it. <laughs> <laughs> it lights up. It's a pen. Oh, it lights up. Look at that. That's so cool. It lights oh. up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and it erases. Dude, they oh, erase look. It, it works on your phone. Yeah, it's, oh, that's it's cool. the little... Oh. What do you call that? This name? is the best pen ever. So remember when they made pins that you could erase? Yes, that was very very short. Yeah, and they because they didn't really work that well. They didn't really work, and so I'm now only going to use this pen to reply back to messages. (laughs) Ashley says, "Hey guys, great show! Thank you. Like that comment with my furniture zone pen." Hey, what's up, Roger? You're supposed to be here this morning. Oh yeah, what happened? We miss you. No, he always did say where. I was like, Roger, come hang out with us. We want you to be on the air, Roger. I'm really glad that Kurt messaged me last night to remind me because Please. I thought it was next week on Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah. No, I thought it was next week on Tuesday. I have gotten in the I habit now because I, I originally thought like people had kept calendars like I do. And then I found quickly that people forget that I schedule them. And so now I have to always double check with people. Well, remember, we talked about the whole calendar thing on our phone and <laughs> the notifications and then I had it set up to where all of the phones in our family were getting notifications for me. And so I just gave up on the whole yeah. putting things on my calendar. <laughs> Ashley said, well, Lonnie says, hi, mom. Lainey. Lainey. Yeah. 
Hi, Lainey. Okay. I didn't know. I was like, is this really? Okay. Yeah. Lainey. What's up, Lainey? Aren't you supposed to be in school, Lainey? Yeah. Put the phone down. <laughs> pick up the pick up the pen yeah. and start taking some don't, notes. Don't get in trouble. Don't <laughs> let your teacher be mad at you. Lainey. And then Ashley said, how is Ethan? Is he feeling groggy or froggy? Ethan had to do schoolwork today, so he's not in with us. And um, Mark said, tell my wife she looks beautiful and Aww. not to be nervous. <laughs> I'm going to try very hard not to yeah. be nervous. Are you nervous now? No, you don't not seem really. nervous. It's not as bad. No, it's really easy. The last time, um, it was with, I don't even remember which radio station it was, but I went in and did a little interview and I had this like overwhelming feeling that I was going to burp the entire time. <laughs> and so I was scared to even talk because oh I kept thinking, oh my gosh, I'm going to open my mouth and I'm just going <laughs> to, and this is going to be so embarrassing. Yeah, that would be embarrassing. Yeah. Kurt does do it all the time. Every day. <laughs> it's, it's every, this morning, the start of the show was one of those. Yeah. Guardy just hit me and was like, stop. I don't know. Can we end the stream? What, what age is still appropriate to have a bunk bed? Kurt says, it's always okay. 30? Wait, how's this question? Okay. I said, what age is it still appropriate to have a bunk bed? Because I have a bunk bed. You still sleep Kurt, in the bunk it's bed? Always okay. Yes. You can put a comma in there. Kurt, it, Do you Kurt, sleep on the top or the bottom? He's a Some bottom. Some days uh, it, <laughs> it changes. It's, Kurt, it's always okay. Kurt, sleep you are on the now bottom 30. Bed. Please sell it. And then the last one is 10. I had a bunk bed when I was a kid and I always put like my stuffed animals on top and uh, I was just on sleep there. But I always wanted to sleep. Like the idea of sleeping on the top was cool because it's like a little bit dangerous. Yeah, but then if, if you, you have to have get the... up to go to the restroom and you're all half asleep and we still have, I mean, we still bunk beds still to teenagers and they still go into some of the we work with a few charities and um, some of the group homes. We still put them in there. But, mm -hmm. So I guess you're never really too old for a bunk bed. Yeah. I like that. Hey, 40% also say, Kurt, it's always okay. <laughs> and 40 also said, Kurt, you are now 30. Please <laughs> sell it. It's time to get rid of the bunk bed. Some people said 10. <laughs> <laughs> One person voted 10. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> that was me, I think. Yeah. So we found out it's National Taco Day, I and know. I last heard you time say that earlier, I'm gonna have to stop and get tacos for my favorite the taco truck. truck. Give yes. a shout out to the truck. What do you remember the name? So it used to be called Taco Bash. That's still what we call it. I yeah. think that it's still the same people that own it. It's um it's on the corner of twelve or on twelve sixty six, uh, right past. So if you're heading towards the store, it would be right before you get to Deets, yes. and it's in the little Conoco parking lot gas station there's a wash terry over there that's what's up because we saw the, the pictures you had you had uh posted a picture and it was looked awesome they have the best tacos so there was okay do you know where you got these shirts printed those from gypsy chicks chicken designs my okay. sister printed those what your sister does she's the i told you all she was the jack of all trades well, she wears many hats up there yeah i knew that she did like the bounce houses the party rentals and, and all that stuff those shirts so she's holding out on us. We need yes. shirts. We want so, shirts printed. We want black shirts just like this, but with our logo. Okay. Well, actually, this design actually is going to say furniture just, zone and everything. Can we just like take this shirt and add page <laughs> above you it? You probably could. That would be easier for her because I know <laughs> that after she printed those shirts, she was like, I don't ever want to see your logo again for a very oh, long no. time. <laughs> Man. So. I had Googled like t-shirt, like printing places. And I saw there was one on Dickinson Avenue that was, Best you know, shirts for you. Yeah. So mm -hmm. 
I, I have like 10 emails out to everybody being like, and I, and I thought about putting everybody on the same email and just be like, so it's like a quote bidding war. So yeah. they know it's like, I'm not just talking to you. I want y'all to outbid each other. Y'all can see each other's bids. Yeah. <laughs> but so the, yeah. the best shirts for you, he does do screen printing. Um, okay. If you can't get in touch with him, I know another way you can get in touch with him because he also owns a Leak City Postal. Okay. So I don't think that he's there 100% gotcha. of the time. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, we've been trying to wheel and deal with people, but hey, we have found, and your sister's different because she's awesome and we met her, but some of the people that we've had conversations with, not all of them, but some of them aren't really... They're awesome. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> They're awesome. They haven't been the nicest. And we haven't, if like we, whenever we stopped in, just be like, Hey, what's up? If I have an email out to you, you've been great. There's people that I have not sent email to. We just stopped in and it was just kind of like, did I do something? Do you know me? Do you hate me? Like Some, literally. I don't understand wrong. that people like that, that just aren't happy with their jobs. I know you or their lives in general. You walk Man. out sometimes and you're like, okay. Do I hope you have a better money. Here? I know what's going on. I feel like we're, we're radio people. You should be nice to us all the time. No, well, it doesn't work that should, way. It doesn't matter. People should just be nice all the time. No, it's just, just us. <laughs> <laughs> well, really to anybody. I feel like everybody should be nice. That's what I, there's, you know, I wake up some days and I'm like, Oh God. Yeah. But I still put a smile <laughs> on my face and I still treat everybody with the same respect that I would want them to treat me with. It's a good um, rule, but it's, I think that that's a lost, you have to take the thing days. off. He's over here banging the plastic on. Yeah, you have to take the thing, take it off. Oh, now it's working. I was like, why is it not and here, now? look, because you can do the like furniture zone pens. See, watch. Should we demonstrate? If you had the furniture zone pen, you can hit the sad react. You can hit the angry react. You can hit the <laughs> the happy react. The love react. This is true. How about we get some flutter reacts for Stephanie? This is her first time in studio. I'll give her a flood. I'm flooding. A flood of reacts. So, <clears throat> Furniture Zone. So, how long has Furniture Zone been in business? Since February of 2016. So, still pretty new. Still pretty new. Yes. And have you have you been in furniture in for, for like a while? Is this something I have. You've done? Um, I have been in furniture for... I don't know if I really want to say how long because then that makes me sound like I'm old. <laughs> um, for uh, almost 15 years, okay, I've been in furniture. So uh, the last store that I worked at before I decided to open the store, I was there with him for six years and I pretty much ran the show. Yeah. And um, I started talking about, you know, if I opened my own store and how I would do things and his business didn't end up working out. And it kind of, I just jumped feet first into opening the store and, just been running with it yeah sometimes that's the best way it's like not that your back was against the wall but it's kind of like okay if this isn't working okay i need to do something now what do i know right. i've been thinking about it right psh, just dive in that's, and go I, ju I just dove in feet first and it's an adventure every day but yeah. it's very re rewarding and i really enjoy all the people that i get to meet and helping people in the community and it's yeah. been a wonderful that's Wonderful cool. Thing. So I've personally taken naps whenever you haven't been there and pretty much all the beds and furniture zone. And then there's the back room with the mattresses. And uh, I have found my favorite. I go there every day. <laughs> I register for the $500 gift card. I put yes. my name on a piece of paper. I put it in there. I go and grab a cookie. 
That's what I was going to bring up the cookies. And, 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 then I, and then I grab a Sprite and then I go and I sit and I watch the TV. He sits it's at the, the at the slot machine. He sits at the slot <laughs> machine, machine the trying to win. The slot machine, yeah. yeah. I play that too whenever I get bored or don't have anything to do. I had three cookies when I was at furniture. Entries is too many entries in the the furniture zone. Uh, I don't think that there's too many. There's such thing as too many entries. We do have people that stop in regularly every day, like you, just to to fill it <laughs> to out. Get a cookie and. Uh, put your name in there. Last month, we had 114 entries. That was our fifth month for doing the drawing at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. And it's been neat watching the people come in and fill it out. It's and, I mean, exciting. We have some people that literally just walk in and, and they're like, I'm just here to register for the $500 and fill and it out. And then, <laughs> and then you they can enter every day. You can enter every day. What? Why? There's no, it's just, we only do 18 and up just because you okay, know, okay. my, my daughter and her friends do come up there and they put their names in there every once in a while. And I'm hoping that I don't ever draw yeah. one of them because do I don't want it to seem weird. live, like on live we video. We do draw live. Ooh. We don't. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, we use software. And we it, use software to do it so for we us could, so we don't get like told that we're, we're, we're picking favorites. Yeah. And we're, yeah. So we have, I don't know if y'all saw the big thing that we put them in and mm-hmm. spin it around. It's kind of like everybody always says, bingo. are y'all playing bingo? Um, yes, and are. so we spin it around and go live. And uh, usually either one of my kids or my nephews argue over who gets to be the Who's draw picking? for the week, yeah. for the month. And uh, they draw and we you say the winner live. every day. You could register every day. Every day. $18 of furniture. We give you a $500 furniture zone gift card and we draw on the last day of every month. So, I, and you can buy like there's you can get like an entire set right you could get i mean yeah you like could couch get a, and a, a sofa well right? depends on what Love you seat. want like everything's right. priced different we, but yeah. we have r- price ranges that start from very very low to things that you would see like at you know store gallery yeah. that are y'all so. also have uh like in the front whenever you walk in kurt was like what's this and it was like the spray the you could the poopery <laughs> Poopery. It's for the restroom. Well, I, could get, I could get a lot of poopery. Five hundred dollars worth, dude. Five hundred dollars <laughs> worth of poopery. They even have this new thing. We're waiting on it to come in that like sits over the toilet, and it's an automatic thing. So whenever you sit down, it sprays the. And that's awesome. <laughs> hey, it helps everybody out. Yes, it helps everybody out. And then we also carry the Bridgewater candle line, which um, they every item that somebody purchased feeds three orphans. Oh, wow. A meal for a day, which I know y'all just got done talking yeah. about the orphans. So that's also um, the... What line is that? It's Bridgewater Candles. Bridgewater Candles. Cool. And we also saw there was a local soap. soap the Cunningham yeah. Soap Factory. They are local out of Santa Fe. Uh, he was a veteran at the husband and wife, and they make the soap, the bath bomb, and then the, the lip balm. Okay. Cool. That's We stopped into the Santa Fe Soap Factory. I think mm-hmm. that's what they called the other day. And... It was cool. It was cool. We had never been before, but I actually, whenever I saw that card, I was like, oh, well, I knew that there was the other place too, mm-hmm. but just, I mean, local, local business in general, we wanted to stop in and, and just show them some love and say, what's up. Yeah. We always try to support as much local business mm-hmm. as we can. Yes. Yeah, so we have a minute, 20, a minute and 20 seconds left. After that, we're going to go on the FM to keep doing the same thing we're doing. Okay. Reintroduce you. Shirt. I love them. I, I love black shirts. I'm not a fan of white shirts. Which... I'm not a fan of white shirts either. When I first printed the, mm-hmm. my first round of shirts, we did white with, and everywhere that's white was black, and then it was red. And I was yeah. like, 
Okay, I can't eat anything. I can't. I've just got to stand here like this so that I don't get dirty. And well, they say you look better in black. Well, I look too. better in black. Black is my I favorite look like color. I, I'm, I mean, look at my muscle. It looks bigger. <laughs> it casts a better shadow. It casts a better shadow. The bicep. Watch out. No. Well, I, I have a bunch of tattoos, and so like if I wear a white shirt, you can see my tattoos through my shirt, and it's just I don't like it. So yeah. I'd rather just wear black. So I don't. Have, I wanted to do that. Ninety-eight percent of my closet is all black shirts. Mm-hmm. I'm not very adventurous in colors. Yeah. <laughs> Every Mine once too. in a while, I'll put something else on, and my kids are like, Black. What's wrong with you, mom? <laughs> <laughs> Am I supposed to wear these? Uh, you can if you want to. Well, it, yeah, right now you would just hear the music, but yeah. whenever we go on here, you'll hear our voices and our background track. Okay. Y'all are missing out. Good morning. You're listening to KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. I'm Gardy. And I'm Kurt. We got Stephanie in. She is the owner, the founder, the brains behind Furniture Zone. Uh, Furniture Zone is a local establishment, a local business here. And what do you all sell? We sell <laughs> we sell furniture, mattresses. That's the main things. Um, we do have some little Odinin things. Yeah. We've got Kurt's favorite poopery. The poopery. We sell um, a line of candles, Bridgewater candles, um, and some soaps from the Cunningham Soap Factory. Cool. How are you doing today? You doing good? I'm doing good. We found out it's National Taco Day. I am going straight to the taco truck when I leave here. And Take us with it. Can we yeah. go? We may have we to can go. swing by the Dickinson store and fill out for a $500 gift card. So yeah, what's up with that? $500 gift cards... Just flying everywhere. That's like twelve a year. That's a lot that of money. That is twelve a year. Like Six thousand um, dollars. My math's really not that bad. <laughs> we uh, decided this will be the sixth month. I think it's the sixth month or the fifth month uh-huh. um, that we were going to start doing a drawing every month for a five hundred dollar gift card to the store. All you have to do is stop in. We've got a little entry blank. You just write your name, your phone number down, Easy. drop it in the in the little spinny thing, and. You don't uh, even have to buy anything, right? You do not have to buy anything. We have people that come in just literally to fill out one of the entries. and Yeah. So me and Kurt stopped in the other day. We did. And it was a great time. We had a blast. And let me tell you why. There was cookies. Cookies. There was water. Water. There were beds. Bunk, bunk beds. beds. <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was just fun. And we were just, I mean, we, uh, we didn't buy anything when we were there. I almost bought some of the poopery just to hang behind Kurt. <laughs> and I was trying to talk Kurt in because he needs some furniture. I mean, it wouldn't it wouldn't kill you, Kurt, to have a couch in your house. You're sitting on the floor. I do need some couches. I do need some chairs. I'm never home because I'm always here at the radio station. Well, here's what we do. We yes. get bunk beds in the in the upstairs editing that would be great. studio. So that way you can just sleep there. It'd feel right at home. I mean, how old is too old to have bunk beds? Ever? Uh, well, I mean. Get rid of your race car bed. I feel like there should be an age on your race car bed. It's time. You're 30 years old. No more race car. We need to get you a real bed made out of real wood, real materials from and, a local place. And probably not a bunk bed. Oh man, he wants the. Bu- I love it. <laughs> I want the bottom, and then some days, you know, then whoever comes over and stays, you know, can sleep up above me. Yeah, I mean, and you know, if you've got a bunk bed in your room, it leaves so much more room for activities. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> so many rooms for activities. Touche. <laughs> Touche. That's the cool thing about furniture. Like I, I have seen some of the like in magazines and just like in you know in furniture zone and some of the the places where there's like a desk underneath 
where you can like wheel up and, and you know, if somebody wants to do their homework or whatever, yeah, and then it's like a, a little loft, loft a loft mm-hmm. area, and then you can go sleep up there. And there's so many, so much room. There is it saves definitely. room. I want a loft bed now where it like just hangs out over the top. Yeah. Yeah. And then you've got like a desk underneath and you could put other things down there. You could put a beanbag chair. You could put that gray recliner underneath there that you liked with the lights. Ooh. The cool. Okay. So we're talking about a chair. This is in the back room. This is where it's like the VIP room. So they have all the mattresses. And I asked, I was like, hey, can I? (laughs) It's funny. I asked, I was like, is it cool if I lay down on some of these beds? He's like, yeah, that's what, you know, it's there for. You can kind of test it out and see what's up. I said, is it okay if I jump on him? He said, no, doctor's orders. He said, no more jumping on the bed. <laughs> I thought it was funny. But there was a chair back there. It was pretty cool. Yeah, it lights up on the side, right? It where does. Cooler, where you're... It lights up, and it's got the power reclining and the adjustable headrest. Um, and you could also have it to where it cools your drink. Yes, it will cool your drink. <laughs> so when your chair plugs in, you know, it's legit. And it, you know, reclines and has a, like a, a cooling feature. I remember being probably like seven years old, and my aunt and uncle got one of those that vibrate, like the the, the recliner yes. that, that has like a massage in it. Right. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is the best, the best. thing ever. <laughs> and I was like, I'm gonna have so many of these when I'm older. And I have never a bought massage one chair, yet. <laughs> a massage chair, you know, a reclining yeah. massage chair. I thought they were like the coolest thing in the world. They it even is. have some of those massaging ones now that have heat and everything in mm-hmm. them, but they look like a normal recliner instead of something that you'd see at a nail salon. Or- yeah. I remember going to Sharper Image as a kid and just like sitting in the chairs and it like, yeah, it does all that, that stuff. But the rest meeting. in peace, Sharper Image. Somebody said on our Facebook Live, they said, we have triple bunks. That's we Holly. do have triple, triple bunks. bunks. <laughs> yes, that was probably Holly. She yeah. got triple bunks. Uh, for her girls, and they are really, really... Do they want to sleep up top, or they're like, no, nah, I'm on the bottom? Uh, I don't think they argue over where they where they sleep, but it's... I would. One Who on sleeps the... in the middle? That would be oh. weird. Like, that, like you, you have someone below you, and you have someone above <laughs> you? Like, come on. That's weird. That's where I draw the line, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Bunk beds? Okay. Triple bunk beds. You know what? I, uh... I'm guilty of having a bunk bed as an adult and using it. So whenever I was a musician and I, I lived in Nashville, um, at this point in my life, I, me and me and my buddy, like we were in a band together and we were ended up. So he moved up there after I did, I had a room. I ended up moving to another place because some stuff happened. And then we had bunk beds as like, as adult grown men, you know, we were like 23, 22. I don't know. So see, there's your answer, Kurt. You're yeah. never too old for a bunk bed. Well, maybe 22, 23. <laughs> I'm publishly publishing the results of this poll because it's even. It's 33% all. At this point, you're like, you're ending it? I'm ending it. <laughs> it's published. Nobody will know if bunk beds are good or bad. Yeah. Go get you a bunk bed, Kurt. I like it. You do. I mean, everybody needs new furniture. How often? Because, okay, I, I had a mattress. I hated it. I got a new mattress. But it, I think it's just because it, it gets old. Like, how often does somebody should get, like, a new mattress? So, the new thing is they say that after eight years, you should replace it. But we have a lot of people that replace them sooner than that. Yeah. Um, one good thing about our store is our prices are much lower than some of the big guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, we carry mainly local brands. That way, if you do have a warranty issue, we can get it taken care of quickly. And they're going to be a fraction of the price that if you were to go buy yeah. something from 
one of the big big stores. That's cool. So where are y'all located again? We are at 2350 Dickinson Avenue in Dickinson, Texas. You know, I have an issue with Google Maps. Do you know what I'm yes, where I'm going with this? And I have a love-hate relationship with Google Maps. <laughs> I've tried very, very hard. And some people's phones, it works. And yeah. some people's, it doesn't. But we are in the same strip center as Duo Winery and Delta Life Fitness. Okay. So if for some reason you cannot find us when you plug that address in, uh, that's a good way to locate us. We're di- directly across from Silver Eagle Elementary School. It gets you in the vicinity. It actually yes. gets you a little past. If you're coming from like where we're at and we get in there and I'm like, oh, sweet. Okay, it's coming up. And I have like, you know... I don't know, a thousand feet or so. And then I'm like, well, there goes Frenchy. <laughs> I'm like, it there goes you, A lot of people, it takes oh. you over to the, the, whatever that little hall is. Right. Um, where they do the fish fries. I, well, I pulled in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled in and I turned back around. I'm like, well, friend, it's the only place to pull in. Yes. That's where it took us. Kurt was behind me. Okay, we didn't drive together. I was watching the Husker football game on my phone uh, driving. So please I don't do- attention to you. <laughs> please don't ever admit or do that. <laughs> Yeah. Just kidding. You probably shouldn't say that on the radio. No, you shouldn't say that ever <laughs> or do a, that. I have a thing. This thing's in the corner. What? I'm just kidding. Uh, I, don't think I was kidding. wanting to watch the Husker game, and so I was like, we need to get to Furniture Zone. I need to catch the Husker game. No, you could go sit in a comfortable recliner. And- yes. Does Furniture Zone have an official team that they support? Uh, <laughs> Are you a fan of the Texans or the Cow? Are you a fan of both? I guess Are you just neutral? because I'm here. I don't, I'm terrible and I don't really watch football much, but I would have to say my mom is a diehard Cowboys fan. And um, so I, I guess, I don't know. Uh, but since we're, <laughs> since we're in Houston, I'll say Texans. Is there a wrong answer or right there's answer? Not. I don't know. If you don't, don't say so. the Green Bay Packers, then there's no, definitely no, a wrong no answer. No Green Bay Packers. Hey, there's this event. We're doing a giveaway um, with Top Star Media and Texas Chronicles where there's a Bay Area Women's Conference next Friday. We dropped that video yesterday, and we're giving away four tickets to go to the conference for free. But J.J. Watt's mom is going to be speaking. She's oh, the keynote speaker. How cool is that? That is really cool. I'm going to be there, and I'm not leaving till Connie Watt, Mrs. Watt, takes a picture with me. <laughs> and uh, that's, yeah, that's that. This is KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM. It's National Taco Day. Kurt really wants to do the weather, so I'm going to let him. This is Kickstart. We're going to be on until 11 a.m. We're talking to Stephanie from Furniture Zone. This is the KHEA Radio Kickstart Weather Center, brought to you by Furniture Zone. With Curtsy, the corn, Casper. It's currently 85 degrees right now in Lamarck. 87 is going to be the high today. There is... A little bit of cloud cover this afternoon, but 7 o'clock is your sunset. Your sunrise tomorrow morning is at 7.14. There is a chance of showers and thunderstorms in the morning. 85 on Friday, Saturday, 86. And that's the weather for the next couple of days. So this is KHEA Radio. The best way you can start your day. Every, every day. day. Every day. Even Maybe Saturday and Sunday. We're not streaming but you can still start your day with us. Go listen to 99.5 FM. Hey, if you're watching on Facebook, do me a favor. Make sure that you share this video out. We're going to get the word out about what we're talking about, what we're doing today. And we support Furniture Zone and they support us. This is uh, this is a fun time. So this is our first time to have Stephanie in studio. I feel like you'll have to come back yes. as often as you can. Okay. And uh, we're going to have some fun. So Kurt, Kurt's uh, kind of debating about the bunk bed situation. I'm just thinking about the cookies. Last time I was in Furniture Zone, I had three cookies. I drank like three bottles of water and um, signed up for the $500 gift card at least 30 times. I'm really excited about that. Can you kind of share again, if somebody's just joining in, like what do you have to do 
to to win a, a $500 gift card from Furniture Zone. You just have to walk in, fill out the entry blank, and stick it in the little thing where that's we draw. It. And that's all you have to do. You can come in as many times as you want. We take all of the entries out at the, at the end of the month after we draw. And so it starts over. So just if you come in 30 times and... October, and then you want to come back 30 times in November to have another chance. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about Furniture Zone. You guys have been open for 2016. Since February of 2016. So. Awesome. And and kind of walk us through what are some of the items that you have that, that if somebody was coming in and saying, hey, I need to get furniture, where can I go? So our showroom is small um ish we were we were kind of more like a boutique furniture store Mm -hmm. Uh, we do have items on display but we have access to over 40 different vendors that we can order from we are an ashley direct dealer um we carry things like catnapper that was the sofa that you really liked um coaster aspen home liberty we carry a bunch of the you know we've we've got stuff in all price ranges uh for every budget and uh, cool. if you find something at another store, then typically we're able to, to get, get it for to a better it. price. Yes. That's cool. So I have a question. We're friends on Facebook. I saw that you were getting some new furniture. Yes. Is that something that you do? Because if I owned a furniture store, other than the fact that I would be, I would be like, okay, y'all have to set this up. Because I, I don't like moving because part of it's like, oh my gosh, this furniture is so heavy. So how does that how does that work? Do you want to get new furniture all the time or is it just like I do want to get new furniture a lot. We used to get new furniture a lot more than we do now. Yeah. Um, we Dining room tables are usually my thing. I can't seem to keep one more than about three or four <laughs> months before we get another one. But my husband did tell me that the, after this last table that we just have to have it for a while. Um, <laughs> but I have done much better with not just changing things now that yeah. I, you know, I just order what I like and put it in the store and wish that it was at the house instead yeah. of being there. But it is hard whenever you find, you know, especially when we go to market and find stuff, mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh man, I want that. that would be so nice in the house. But yeah. Well, I saw you, did you say something about the dresser and like the drawers or something? Yes. The drawers. So, I mean, we had to take, since we got new furniture, I had to take everything out of to the old stuff so That's that we could put it in the new one. Yeah. And, we have had that set of furniture for about four or five years. And so there was a lot of stuff in there that you don't even realize. Yeah. I was digging through it and I'm like, why do we have, I found some letters that my kids wrote us whenever they were younger and some, you know, just strange things. Yeah. That I don't even remember having crammed in the bottom of the drawer. My son's five and he wrote me one of those letters. I think it was yesterday. And so I put it in like the nightstand and I was like, I don't want to throw this away. It was like, I love you, daddy. You're the best. Need you this picture and did it front and back and fold it. And I was like, what? I can't, what do I do with it? Okay. I need to you keep this. Save it. Yeah. So I wrote, I wrote, actually I grabbed a pen. The pen didn't have ink. Now I have a pen that has ink. So I etched it in there. So <laughs> like that you could know when it was. Yeah. The date. I, I put the date in there and I put it in there so you can see it one day, you know, five, 10 years from now, I'm going to be looking at this and be like, Oh, that was kind of what I was doing yeah. last night. There was something that my daughter had drawn actually, and it had hearts and said that she loved us. And it was from 2010. Uh, and How is was, your daughter now? She's 16. She's driving now, yes, right? She's driving. She's mobile and she loves to. Is that Lainey who that was, was on Lainey, earlier? Yes. Yeah. I was just going to say, is she still watching or doing her homework? Uh, hopefully she's in school, in school work. doing what she's supposed to be doing. And her teacher knows that she's watching her mom on <laughs> the show instead of doing her work. You know, she should just be having the whole class watch and learn. She probably is. She's that kind of 
she's probably like, hey, sharing Check it to it everybody. Out. Share this out now. <laughs> Share this video to everybody. Or have else. them like KHEA Radio. Hey. hey, that'd be great. Yeah. Whenever we stopped in the Santa Fe Soap Factory, this is how this worked out. So we met the owners. They were there. Awesome people. Um, we ended up, we're going on Monday to go speak to College of the Mainland. <laughs> we're we're like, going to go talk to a class. We have no idea what we're going to say. <laughs> guy, yeah, so he's taking, I think he's taking some some courses, maybe uh, be a P-Tech, you know, some other, I don't right. know. Um, but he was like, hey, we're doing some stuff where it's like a community thing where we're trying to do some organizing to do some stuff for the community. Would y'all want to come in? I was like, yeah. What are we going to talk about? I don't know. <laughs> well, give us a plot. We'll, we'll talk about something. So we're going to come in on Monday. The College of the Mainland. Funny. I can't wait to hear what you're going to talk about. <laughs> we have I'm no make idea. sure that I'm going to tune in for that one. Yeah, we, we, we might have to go with the taco. We'll bring the taco. We'll bring the taco because I think, it. feel like the taco has to come with us. Bring the unicorn one. too, or what is that? It's a unicorn. <laughs> it's a unicorn. <laughs> Someone actually brought us that because uh, this is my taco. It's on the mic, and they thought Kurt needed a unicorn as he drinks a unicorn energy drink <laughs> that matches. Who decided that's like the unicorn colors? Why can't there be like a black stallion unicorn? Like you like no? black t-shirts? I could see you liking a black unicorn. Maybe. You could still have the same pink and purple and green mane. Even if he was, yeah. Was black. I don't know. Shout out to Furniture Zone in their black t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. This is KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. We're going to take a quick break. It's 1022. This is Kickstart. We're going to be on until 11 a.m. Benny. Oh, I need to go back to the radio station. <laughs> I just left there and we just talked about your. Oh, awesome. Is it still oh, Mary, on there too? This is Mary uh, Mary Bass. So I just left there and we just talked about your speaking engagement. Laney said that she's still watching. We have a warranty issue. Oh. We can get it taken care of quickly. And they're going to be a fraction. Yeah, turn the volume. Yeah, just just volume down. But we that's what we do. We watch it and we turn it down so that way, we, like, we can monitor the comments and everything, and you can comment along too. <laughs> okay. Mary said, "Use it against her now." Did, did I miss that? Where did she say? Use it against her now. Mary, you gotta explain a little bit more. It, well, it's a little delayed. It comes and goes. Well, also, like, you weren't looking at the comments. You no, probably had a better idea. Probably would. You're like, oh yeah, I was. But it's still a little delayed. It is a little delayed. It's but you were scrolling like your a... personal Facebook page. I was not. I was <laughs> posting in the Talk of Dickinson group. Oh, that's cool. So that way, Furniture Zone could get some love in Talk of Dickinson. Yes. We love Talk of Dickinson. We love we Talk love... of Dickinson too. They usually, um, <clears throat> a lot of people refer us to people that are asking yeah. about furniture in there. Hey, you know what? We're a part of a lot of talk groups here in the area. Talking Dick Dickinson, pretty much anything goes. Like you'll get some moderators and people complaining about like the other group shutting stuff down, which is maybe necessary, but it's like wild. It can yeah, get wild sometimes. There. That's what I like. I like the wild. I did. I did reach out to the the person who was in charge of which was, group of the Talk of Dickinson group because she made a post that said like, "Hey, no advertising on this page except for on these days," and I was like. KGA doesn't count as an advertisement. Dot dot dot. You know, <laughs> question like just, mark, like, like right, question mark. Right. And she's like, "Yeah, that's why I leave your stuff up." And I was like, "Much we love. love you, heart yes. you." <laughs> Shout out to the talk of the Dickinson group. For yeah, sure. I never know. I never know. I never know. Hey, so there's this new talk group. It's called Talk of Taco. Um, <laughs> there's only three members: myself, Kurt, and the, and our friend Josh Varner, who's a cook at Pierogi Queen. Did you make the group? We did. <laughs> We did. Yes, we made the Talk of Taco group. Yeah, it's not even a day old. So uh, 
right now it's going strong. There's two posts, both both by me. There's one a live video of me like throwing the taco around. The other one was me cooking. It wasn't tacos, but it this looked is like the a mascot was. of the group. Yeah, in the taco taco group. So our idea is we're gonna take this taco places with us. Like I could see this hanging from Kurt's future bunk bed. Yes. And then you kind of follow. Hey, where's where's the taco you going? Hang that on your so, rearview mirror. In your so car. if I get <laughs> my my future wife has to be okay with the bunk bed, right? Yeah, she's gonna sleep I, up top. I have a feeling your future wife will not be okay with the bunk bed. Maybe in like, your spare room. I could see her being okay with it because she'd be like, Kurt, you take up too much room. You yeah. snore too loud. I Wait, need some space. Me, did you just call me fat? <laughs> you you just, up too you much just, room. You just called me fat. No, I did not. You did. Cardi just called me fat. You're, you're, you've had a lot of sodium. Wow. You're, lay off the salt. I don't know. I'm not calling you fat. I'm just saying. Dang. A little plump for a bunk I'm bed. getting married in two weeks. You heard that, right? Did Stephanie? you see our butler's courtyard? I did <laughs> hear about you're getting married. Did you see any of that video or no? I, did, I watched some of it, okay, okay. but I did not. Oh, we gave an extensive tour. I, I don't think anybody watched it all the way through. It was an extensive, extensive <laughs> tour. We went all the way out. Man, we through went... all of the prop, the whole property, like every inch of the property. Yeah. And we almost, we, we ended the video because, well, well, I don't think we're allowed to say, but there's like news where there's an. Yeah, so we're back. Oh, so that's premium content. In order to get premium content, you do have to give a donation <laughs> of $14.99 every single month. Go to KHEARadio.com, hit the donate button, and then you can get access to all that premium content. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that's, well, it's not even our breaking news, but it's something with Butler's Courtyard that we aren't, I don't think we're allowed to share yet. But yeah, hey, I don't, Stephanie, I think that's your, a your daughter had a question for you. She is asking me to bring her tacos. <laughs> <laughs> she, yeah. Mom, can you bring me tacos? We'll uh, go eat tacos tonight, Lainey. Lainey, you know, I I would uh, I would have fight for you to get the tacos, but you have to tell all of your classmates to like KHEA Radio. <laughs> if we get 30 likes from all of your classmates, then for sure I'll make sure that Stephanie brings you tacos. That will be a deal. I you will know what? Do I'll that. pay I'll pay for those tacos. <laughs> I will pay for the tacos you for your whole class. Food? For the that whole is, class, that Let's is really it. expensive. Like, the whole graduating I need a list class. of thirty people. I need a list of thirty of your friends that liked KHEA Radio. Kurt's like everybody gets half a taco from Jack in the Box. <laughs> everybody gets a bite. <laughs> yeah. Everyone gets a bite. Dude, I remember our tacos from Jack in the Box still ninety nine cents. For they two. are two for ninety nine cents. How have those never like raised in price? They've been know. two for ninety nine cents for. Dude, that's Jack Box. Jack in the Box tacos. Do they have Jack getting. in the Box in Nebraska? No. What, yeah, what is we up with you in John. Nebraska? Is that where you're from? Yes. I. Okay. By the way, I apologize for saying Nebraska okay. Furniture Zone. Taco John's <laughs> is good. Oh, you've had Taco John's? Yes. It's better than Taco Bell. Is it better they than serve, the Mexican um, restaurants here? For breakfast, they serve the little round Cheese hash roller. brown things. Oh, yeah. Potato olay. Is, is Taco John's the best Mexican food you've ever had in your life? No. You said That's that? what this guy says. Because that's my only Mexican thing food at down here. We need a list of these restaurants. Taco John's and Taco John's. There's no Taco John's down here. <laughs> I know. I'm so disappointed. We almost got him to start bashing local <laughs> local restaurants. He could have like worded it differently. Could have got. I've gotten him to do that before. Like he didn't realize. I'm like, so what do you have against all these places? He's like, Mary said none of her classmates are on Facebook. How about Instagram? Hey, we'll take Instagram. Instagram's likes too. good too. At K H E A Radio. At K H E A Radio. Just like us on Instagram as well. But only bringing tacos of 30 people like Facebook. Sorry. <laughs> rules are rules. We can't go changing the rules after they're made. 
we are going to start doing giveaways on our Facebook. So we need Instagram. I think we have less than yeah yeah. I'm sorry on Instagram. I think we have less than 300 followers on Instagram, and we need like thirty thousand. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, thirty thousand. Instagram is hard to it's get. It's a little more difficult. Mm-hmm. The hashtags. But the funny thing is, we've learned with the hashtags, they like it, they follow it, and then like a day later, they're they not following anymore. It. Yeah, that's stupid. Don't do that. Doing. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna follow your page. So, you know, don't do that. It's. I think it's software. Like people can use like software where, if it likes, follows them, likes it, unfollows it. But the whole point is to try and get somebody else to follow yours. Um. Yeah. I guess I just don't really use Instagram as much as I probably should, yeah. but it's hard to no, remember to, you know, my, it. I, sh- I should have her lean it or yeah. run it. You know, um, my dogs have an Instagram page and I post stuff on their page more than I do my own page or the furniture's own page. But I have figured out with the Facebook page, you can set it up to where whatever I post automatically goes to Instagram. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that makes it a little bit easier. Yeah. So I don't, it's not like the forgotten. Yeah. Well, we do. <clears throat> anytime we go somewhere <clears throat> we try and take i think i had mentioned this to you hey i got pictures of furniture zone i got pictures here and so if i ever if we because you have to post every or you're supposed to or mm-hmm. we try to every day on like every platform so then it's like well i didn't do anything today hey guess what i got like ten thousand photos of of every piece of furniture in the warehouse at furniture zone that i can post and talk about yeah there is so much furniture in our warehouse speaking of that we're still having our inventory blowout sell Yes. Um, so check out the warehouse. Yes, we have a lot of stuff. I still have not gotten all of the pictures for all of the stuff that's in there up, but we have over, I think there's 160 pieces of stuff that yeah. we are trying to make room for new stuff that's coming in. Mm-hmm. So we saw we went in there because there's two giant mm-hmm. rooms full of all kinds of awesome stuff. Um like brand new, boxed up, yeah, ready to go. It's just just come in that we've ordered, and it's just there. We've yeah. got mattresses and couches and bedroom sets and all kinds of stuff back there. Mm-hmm. Cool. We need rugs. We need couches. We have rugs. Um, what else do we need? We need all kinds of stuff. Everybody needs something. A new couch, new love seat. Um, what do you think? I new couch new couch. I'm actually looking at selling my my sectional that I have. Well, you just sl- you had to sleep on it. Is that what made you decide you wanted to get rid of it? You need a new one. His mom came in town. I remember you saying your mom was here, and so she was sleeping in your bed. You were yeah. sleeping on the couch. That's when it would have been nice to have bunk beds. Bunk. Yeah. yeah. With my mom. <laughs> yeah, oh, you man. and your mom sleeping That'd on bunk awful. beds. <laughs> Maybe. Why would that be awful? She would probably not want to visit you again if you made her sleep on a bunk bed. <laughs> You're like, mom, you get She'll a top She'll be like, on. I'm going to stay at the Holiday Inn. <laughs> that's all I needed. Oh, Man. oh that's so terrible. I love my mom. <laughs> Make your mom sleep on the top. And she's like, I can't get up there, Kurt. It's hard. Yeah, you'd be like, I don't care, mom. Do you want to stay here? Get up on the top bunk. Dang. Yeah, I'm glad you did that poll, though. We just found out that you could do that yesterday. Kurt needs an oil change in his car. <laughs> Badly. Did you get your car started? Yes. And then it caught fire the next day. What? People keep asking me, why do you keep making Kurt drive? Like whenever y'all go places, I said, because it's so interesting. You never know. What <laughs> you, never, you never know if you're going to get stranded or. Yeah. We were driving to national night out. Guardy was actually in front of me in his car. So luckily yeah. he wasn't in my car, but I started to smell something. I'm like, <laughs> 
what is that smell? It smells awful. And I look out and in, in front of my car, there's like smoke coming out. And I'm like, oh my gosh, my car is going to be on fire in two seconds. He calls so we me, pulled hey, in, pull over, pull over, pull over, get into the <laughs> gas station now. So I get in there. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to run in, get a fire extinguisher. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't think uh, a good idea. And I open up the hood and the plastic that was covering my battery that I took off to jumpstart my battery, he I didn't put it. back on. So he removed it and then just kind of was like, Put it over the engine, <laughs> so it was on fire. So it just melted. <laughs> it was melting. Oh, were there flames? The no. no. Okay. It was just melted. Really it was like melting. I'm sure like that. Yeah, that smelled plastic. terrible. Yeah. So lesson learned: if you take something off your battery, put don't it back just, on yes. the battery. If you take a piece of your car off. Make sure put, you it, put back. it back. Yeah. Don't just toss it wherever. Toss it like, back. Oh, in the... I'll just save that for later. Just on the engine. He just <laughs> yeah. threw it on the top of the engine, and it was just. So I told him, I said, okay, here's what we're going to do. Leave your car here. Let it cool off. Jump in my car. We'll go do what we're going to do and we'll come back. So that's what we did. And it was fine, right? I did talk to Pastor Josh. You have a hole in your... <laughs> we texted our Pastor Josh here who lives in that area that we were at. We're like, uh -huh. hey, we're like stranded. Come save us. He's like, dude, I saw it. I just figured he's you guys were okay. He's like, already was there. I figured you're all right. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, really? It's not <laughs> a big deal anymore when Kurt's car breaks yeah. down on the side of the road or. Well, the cool thing now is that there's Uber and all these yes. places like back in the day, like, uh, like, okay, how am I going to get a taxi here? <laughs> I wish I would have invented Uber. Cars on fire. First thing to do is pull into a gas station. Not the best I thought idea. that too. Whenever you were just saying <laughs> that, like, Hey, I'm going to be by the gas pump. This car is about to blow. <laughs> it's going to explode. <laughs> Dang. Well, to be fair, we didn't park by the gas pump. Parked by you know the front door where people well, are. The front door, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's the second best place to park. You know, I have wondered this. Have you ever listened to like not our radio station because we don't do traffic in Houston on our radio station, but like the other radio stations in Houston, they do the traffic reports. Right. There's always a car on, on fire. fire. There is every day. A, now that you mention that, there always is a car on fire. And they they nonchalantly just go on to yeah. the next thing, and I'm just like, car on a car on I fire. I figure the like a, yeah. <laughs> car on fire is like big deal, and nobody freaks out about it. I'm like, so it just day, happens. Well, every maybe day. they just put their plastic from their battery on top of the engine, and it was just a little smoky, and Boom. you know that's hey, what they mean by that? car on fire. There was a car that or a truck that caught on fire. This is about like two weeks ago, right over here. They pulled into our lot, which we have a school. Uh -huh. <laughs> they pulled into the school. Yeah parking lot um it was an interesting time and it literally bursted into flames we had posted that video um it was about two or three weeks ago it was crazy oh, so chef mary said thank god kurt is pretty he would have nothing else going for him that's the only reason we keep him around is for his looks for the most part they say i have his, his beard's been filling in it he's is it's up. actually filling in he's really inspired well. he's inspired me to try and to try to grow, grow these one. white hairs out that are going in right here. It is feeling in good. <laughs> Haven't seen the beard. I'm I'm gonna go for like beard here. Go for it, dude. I think by ne this time next year I could have a beard here. Yeah. Are you yeah. gonna brush it? And... I I need to work on the the like taking care of the beard because I don't know how to do it. My brother-in-law has a beard like that, and he blow dries it. Yeah. And brushes it every yeah, morning. Put the, they make the wax and the all the stuff. But yeah, let's go back on. We got 15 seconds. <laughs> Good morning. You're listening to KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. Right now it's 1036. This is Kickstart. I'm Gardy. And I'm Kurt. And we have Stephanie from Furniture Zone in studio. What's up, Hello. Stephanie? Hello. How are y'all? So we've been talking about 
everything. We've been talking about furniture, yes. talking about giving away a $500 gift card to Furniture Zone, yes. which y'all do already every month. Every month, all you have to do is just go in, right? All you have to do is come in, fill out the entry, and you're set. That's cool. You know, me and Kurt, whenever we stopped in last time, we went ahead and filmed a giveaway video too. Yes. So we're going to drop that. I know on Monday we have something that's going on. We need to see. We have a giant schedule. It's put into a calendar. I was explaining that earlier in the show. Like We have like 10 shots. And we have to get out. But here's the thing. So we stopped filming them. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, people You're are like, hey, come do a, you know, yeah. Yeah. do a giveaway. We're and like, we'd no, love to do that. Yes. And here's the other thing that we thought about doing is like doing exclusive like Instagram giveaway and exclusive YouTube giveaway. So that way people will have an opportunity to win. Because if we could give something away like every day, you know, we, we could. But it's just it's just the work. And then right. make sure we don't do too many and overlap them. Well, and you probably want to save for the car you're giving away. Yes, we're giving away cars. <laughs> we're going to be giving away cars. Actually, I mean that just tops everybody's giveaway. So how can you oh, even do anything else? Well, it's like furniture and cars. Like, I feel like that's the the two big ones. And we were we were talking about that yesterday. We are we are giving away cars and furniture at the <laughs> Unshakable Conference. Yeah, we are. You have to register one hundred and fifty dollars. That's November fourth through the seventh, and you do have to be present to win. So we are giving away a car. Yeah, and we also have a. Um, a phone call we're supposed to make to Toyota this afternoon, which I put a reminder in my phone, but uh, they don't know why we're calling. I had like two conversations with them yesterday. And so when we're going to kickstart comes a knocking, <laughs> people may stop answering the door. Right? <laughs> <laughs> this is KHEA radio 99.5 FM. We're streaming live on Facebook, on YouTube, everywhere. We're streaming live everywhere. So if you're watching right now, go ahead and share this video out. Thank you for starting your day with us. We're talking to Stephanie from Furniture Zone. So Furniture Zone has been around since 2016. Yes. You have a little bit of a background in furniture. Yes. You know, somebody else who does some cool stuff, and I don't know if you want to talk about this too much, because, but he's just a cool guy, like Mattress Mac. Yes. So Mattress Mac is a really cool guy, and he does a lot to give back for the community. Um, I am on a very much smaller scale than him, but we do try to give back to the community, community as much as possible. Uh, after Harvey... We had uh, our, our home flooded also when we were able to get out of our house. We work with a few different charities, uh, and one of them is the Christian Renewal Center mm -hmm. on Hughes Road, and they flooded, and somebody from there reached out to us, and there was a couple Dickinson police officers that flooded and lost everything in their house. And um, when my husband was able to get our his truck out of the driveway and get me to yeah. the store. We loaded up a couple mattresses and took them over to the house for the people that were going to take them in and house them. That's awesome. Um, so that they would have something to sleep on that night. And then after that, uh, we teamed up with Dickinson, the Dickinson education foundation and were able to give out. Uh, I think there were, I don't know. I think there were over a hundred, mm -hmm. $150, $300 gift cards. Uh, to families that they wow. they did like a some sort of a form to mm -hmm. find out who really needed them, and then um, we were able to follow that up with uh, some two hundred and fifty dollar gift cards that for mattresses that were went directly to the teachers uh, of Dickinson ISD, and then um, yeah. we have worked with Chef Tables Charities uh, and gotten some furniture to some people that needed that, and that's awesome try to do what we can do to make sure we give back to the community yeah because this area you know a year ago we we reflect a little bit and see how far that we've come 
and still how far we need to go. Yes. There's uh, a lot of nonprofits that were started, you know, in, in the wake of the events from, from Harvey and just like a couple, like even like a week ago, like the rain, I mean, it hasn't stopped raining and like how, how, how bad it was. I'm sure a lot yeah. of people were kind of like, Oh no, is this happening again? It is. And it's very overwhelming. And there's been a lot of people that, you know, they did take on some water in their houses again. Uh, and, and Dickinson and all over really in our area, there's still a lot of people that are not back in their homes. They're right. just now starting construction and are just now getting to the point to where they're able to get the funds so that they can get their houses ready and start getting furniture uh, so they can get it back in their houses. Right. So whenever that happened, you know, a year ago, whenever Harvey came, a lot of people were were put out of their homes and it was, it was uncomfortable, right? So was there any doubt like, hey, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I have to do. Or like, how? Did, what were you thinking? I just knew that I was going to do whatever I could do to step up and make sure that I could help people that, you know, their immediate needs, if they needed mattresses right away so that they could sleep in the house that they were tearing the sheetrock out of. Right. And then, you know, the furniture, we uh, immediately started doing 20% off of any purchase whenever they were ready for furniture. Uh, we, like I said, we donated as much as we yeah. could, as much as we could donate. Uh, I just tried to put myself in, we did not have flood insurance. So I tried to think, you know, all of the expenses and the costs and, I knew how hard it was for my family mm -hmm. and we didn't get near as much water as some of the other people got, but I just, just So you yourself, you were flooded too. Our home flooded, yes. What part of town do you live in? We live in Lake City. Okay. So but I just you know, I mean it was we worked a lot of really long hours and it was a very emotional first few months whenever people would come in and you know, you just hear their story and it would put you right back in the middle of everything happening. But we just did everything that we could do. Um to help people get back to where they at least had a bed to sleep in or yeah. a couch to sleep on or to sit on. Yeah. A sense of, of normal, you know, and um, yes. we just passed the year and we've, we've learned there's still a lot of people that don't, that don't have, you know, their sense of normal yet or they're so uh, Al Garza's premier martial arts, you know, grandmaster Garza, we've had him in and done some stuff. And so he just got back in his home, but like slowly, but surely, it's, it's happening. Yes, you it know, is happening for sure. I think it's important, you know, us as the community to check on your neighbors, you know, if somebody needs something, you know, and um, that's awesome. Everything that y'all have done and, and, you know, continue to do we, for the um, community here. Yeah, we, like I said, we do really just try to make sure. Also, another thing that we, uh, after Harvey, Eight Days of Hope came in and uh, they were helping with, you know, houses that they were yeah. trying to help people get ready in the eight days. And uh, so we were able to get them some furniture for the people that needed it. And then uh, out daughtered the show on TLC. They reached out to us and uh, we were able to help a family in Dickinson that flooded and lost their stuff and get What's them. What's that show? Out daughtered is the one where the only all girl quintuplets in the United States. And they live in Lake City. What? Uh, they are a really wonderful family. They so how many is that? That's five. Five. And then they had one older daughter. So they have six girls. And how old are the kids? They just turned three. And then their other daughter, I believe, is. So they have a reality they, show? And they it's, do. It, it's on TLC. It's called Out Daughter. Based in Lake City? Based in Lake City. They how don't live far from this. I don't know. We need to. What? Yeah, y'all need to watch it. It's. I think this is season three. Um, we, we had actually. <laughs> it, you sh they are really. It's. Uh, they're really, really 
That's cool. Great people. Do you have a number for them? Can you help us <laughs> I set them up? I actually do. So I could give that to you whenever we're not on Just air. Just give it to everybody. No, right now. <laughs> give the number. No. No, no, no. We we filmed with them last season, um, but it didn't end up. I do not do very well whenever you stick a camera in my face or put this microphone in front of me. And you're doing great. Because right I can't see myself over there. You'll have because me <laughs> hidden. So I, I'm fine. Um, uh, let, but, me, let me fix that. Let me end the poll and then you can see yourself. Since it's reality oh. TV and it's not super scripted, they yeah. came in and we kind of knew what they wanted. And so they were like, okay, they're going to come in and then you'll come out and you'll say, and so then whenever I came out and there's like, when I say cameras, you know, like they're yeah. wearing them in these lights and I'm like, uh, 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 <laughs> so, um, that's when you like, when, when you have a reality TV show, you just got to do things that are out of normal. You like, play you it, it was, like, yeah, you I like trip have. and fall and be like, Oh, oops. <laughs> you know, I should have, but I was just like a deer in headlights going, okay, I don't even know what to say. This yeah. is totally out of the, out of my element right now. I you should have me show up in the oh, hot dog suit, delivering the couch. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, that would have made reality TV show. Sure. They would have given me a reality TV show. They're like, Kurt, the hot dog. Yeah. I can't first. imagine. If Kurt was had the opportunity to be in a reality show, he would play it up. He would play it up. It would be it would be must see TV. I feel, I feel like every day on this show, it's a little bit. <laughs> played a little up bit. a little we play, bit. We play it up a lot. People are like, hey, "Where did you get that tattoo?" And every day it changes. Yeah. Yes. So wow. It's a different story. It is. There's a ton. You got to play stories. it up a little bit, right? Yeah. You got to keep it interesting and fresh. Yes. And we do. Right here on KHEA Radio, it's 1046. This is Kickstart. We're going to be on until 11 a.m. We're talking to Stephanie. Is it Kovich? Am I pronouncing that right? Yes. Stephanie Kovich, the owner of Furniture Zone, a local business here in Dickinson, close to League City. It's really close. It's like Dickinson Avenue, 646. It's kind of close to my house. I have to know. So where did the idea for Furniture Zone come from? Did you like, you know what? Growing up, you're like, you know what? I really want to own a Furniture Zone, like a furniture store named Furniture Zone. No. Right. So whenever we decided, when I, when I decided that I was going to go and do my own thing and open my own store, I went to my family and I said, if I open a furniture store, what should we name it? Mm-hmm. And so we all kind of tossed out some ideas and we got down to about three or four. And I have I have a very large family. Um, so once we got to the final few, then, you know, we did we check to make sure that they were available. Right. And, um, furniture zone just was the one that everybody gravitated to and then yeah. we worked on the logo and so that's how furniture zone it was literally a throw me your best names that's cool <laughs> so do you remember any of the other names um no G- if, gallery if my furniture if my sister's listening <laughs> she could probably remember we yeah. were gonna do um like one was gonna be sk furniture and then no oh, cool um there was we could never really decide if we wanted to have anything that had like bargain or mart yeah, or yeah, yeah. value in it um so i know that two of the other names had some sort of, of that yeah because furniture zone is cool because like sometimes i don't know you may get like a bad uh connotation or it's like oh right. i don't want furniture that's be, like value yeah, what's right. it you know or like right. a mart no yeah. i don't know and i that, want anything that's discount or right. you know so that's why i was like let's try to stay away from that and so Furniture Zone was just the winner. Yeah, it's cool. Well, I like the logo too. I like the logo. I like the shirt. Kurt's I'm rocking his already. I, I'm wearing it all day. I have meetings today. 
with high important people and I'm with rocking <laughs> rocking this furniture zone shirt for sure. I have a question about that. Are you going to keep your polo on underneath it? Yes. I feel like it adds to it. It's like it almost add like character. it's like, hey, what it, what, it draws that, uh, attention. You should put your collar out. out. Yeah. Collar out. Just pop it. Pop, pop your well, car. You know, pull it down over your shirt. Like Showing this. this off. Yeah, the Laird look. See, Jessica said I have a large and opinionated family. That I was trying to be nice. I just have a large <laughs> family. <laughs> well, it's good. You know, opinions are good. And a lot of times you just have to, you know, filter them out. Yes. You know, family, they have the best intentions for the most part. Well, and we're a close family. So Except I usually, anything that I decide to do, I usually go to them and let them tell me if I am have a good idea or bad idea. Yeah. And then fil filter it through and be like, I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> yeah, and, and usually I do it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is KATA Radio 99.5 FM. We have Stephanie in, the owner of Furniture Zone. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back. This is Kickstart on 99.5 FM. My mom's that way too. Large and opinionated. Wow. <laughs> You're speaking about your mom? Does she listen? Sometimes. She's going to be No, she butt. doesn't listen. <laughs> no, she always like, Cart, you only ever call me when you're on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> Is that one of so the So you phrases? call her and put her on the spot when you're on the radio? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, day. hey, mom. He only calls her and he like has <laughs> She's like, like waking up. Like, patches her through. Kurt is his mom, though. I found out. I'm like, why is Kurt the way he is? And then I met his mom and I was like, oh, oh he's his mom. Why. Yeah. There's two Somebody of them. Caught it. It. I'm him. glad they he's said it. over there snickering. Somebody caught it. I'm glad he said large and opinionated. That's what he had said. Yes. <laughs> the and was key. She yes. wasn't largely opinionated. <laughs> you don't have a large family. No, you're specifically speaking about your mom being large and opinionated. <laughs> hey, your mom's awesome. I love my mom. She had, yeah, she was doing some stuff with her eating and she's lost some weight and it seems like it's, it's doing oh, yeah. good. Did she come in whenever? To yeah, be on she the was show? on air. Oh, you need to go back and watch that. That was an episode. We need to reshare that. That's a that's an episode that you cannot forget. Oh man, I'll have to go back and watch it. It was a Friday. Was it two weeks ago? The twenty first of oh. September. I should like edit that down and make it a sponsored post. Boost it. I'm gonna put like my life savings <laughs> to a thousand target market. <laughs> thousand dollars why my life's my life savings one thousand you know have you ever like said like man if i spent a thousand dollars a day on facebook marketing how many people you would reach like have you ever noticed that like it's like it's like you can reach four million people if you will potentially a day but you still need to engage them that's the toughest that's the yeah, toughest I mean, thing we could buy likes but it would be a really bad page it would not be in a very engaging page no you need to yeah, you yeah. don't want to have to pay for your likes. When we get to what Furniture Zone has for likes, we'll be happy. Maybe that's when it's we stop. Been a very, you know how many drawings and stuff I had to do to get to where like, okay, once we get to a thousand likes, then we're going to give away this pair of lamps or. Yeah. Um, And I just did that collectively until we got to 5,000. When we got to 5,000, we gave away a dining room table with four chairs and a bench. That's cool. So I just yeah. tried to do something that. When we get to 10,000 likes, Guardy's drawn me a tattoo that Is I have to gonna, put on. Okay. Or you should let him gonna say You should let him give you the tattoo. That's what we're that's what I I'm pushing for. Maybe that for. might be it. That sounds like, like a better than just drawing it. I want to give no, him a face tattoo face. like a SoundCloud rapper. <laughs> I want to do like like the teardrop K H E A in teardrop form K H E A. Oh goodness. From radio second so if we get to ten thousand likes on facebook but he said by this year which i would like you know what year. i would i could push for that i would buy those likes i don't care <laughs> at that point money 
becomes it's just money. Money just becomes. I can get more money yeah, if can, I can do a face tap for Kurt. You can always print more money. For life, priceless. Yeah. <laughs> I, not that I print money. <laughs> I, I I always have to clarify. Right. Because I don't want to get like my sting operation. Yeah, you don't need uh, the FBI coming to visit you here FBI. on air. They would. <laughs> they may be here now, actually. They may be here right now. Um, cool. So this is fun, there, isn't it? Like there's somebody. Yes. You know, people people come by and watch, and it's fun. We've invited people like, hey, if you're ever you just want to stop in and stare at us, <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a staring stare competition. People do. <clears throat> no, but this is a, a busy time for Abundant Life. This is a busy time that we're finding for our, the radio station. Mm -hmm. um, because our show has been going on since November. And so we're still yeah, figuring out like what this time entails for us. So we're doing with uh, Chef's Table Charities uh, a food drive with more Memorial Library with them and like local businesses to try and do like canned food for the Galveston County Food Bank. And then we want to do some stuff for Christmas. And yeah, it's just busy for everybody. So we want to keep trying to get back to the community when we can. So This is a busy time of year. The food bank will be great, though, whenever you all I think so. Yeah, we're dropping that soon. I'm hoping that Saturday I can finish editing the video and then that will give us about a month, like run it through the 10th through the 10th or so um, and then get those those out to everything. Mary said. You need to talk about all of Mark's silly antics. So Mark so is my husband and he um, works for us whenever he's not working at his corporate job. Mm -hmm. And uh, he is notorious for, if you can't find Mark, he is standing back in the pond behind the store fishing. <laughs> really? <laughs> Every single time. Really? Yes. You can He'll fish be, back there? There's a pond back there? Yeah, but you see, you can't tell. It's the secret hidden spot. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, well, a truck will pull up, and I'm like, okay, he's back there. He, he can go fish? and Does love he like it. Fishing? He loves big fishing. Fish? Okay. And then uh, the truck driver will go back there, and they call, and they'll say, nobody's back here. And it's because he's back there fishing. That's, well, that's cool, though. Yeah. Just take a little quick little break, catch some fish. Or, you know, a three or four hour break. I <laughs> there <laughs> they catch some fish. Yeah, we're, we're supposed to be here helping. He's like, well, I'm out on the boat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right? got, what, what, just took a quick little break. Where's Well, someone contacted us about going on a 36-hour fishing trip for tuna oh, out of Galveston. And I think you go like 120 or 70 miles out. Does anybody get seasick? No. I do. But I, don't. I bought this thing called that. a relief band, and it sends... It sends electrical pulses through your nervous system to keep you. And supposedly, like, yeah, to make the not the like the nauseous feeling go away. And they use them for uh, pregnant ladies who are dealing with morning sickness. They use them for uh, cancer patients who are uh, dealing with chemo radiation. And they use them for people who get seasick. And I need to order one of those for my son. Well, I'm about he gets to try. Seasick. It. Yeah, really? let me know how it works. Yeah, it was kind of it was expensive. I bought like version one, and then I. After I bought version one, I realized there was a version two. So I was like, no, I want the new one, which is more. But we need to go fishing like close. So that way I'm not like 170 miles out, oh. like on a 36 hour fishing trip. And just sick and miserable. And I'm just the whole like, time. <sighs> See, Mark said, pick him. He'll go tuna fishing. Yeah. We're, <laughs> what we're going to do is I think we were going to get some footage because we've done some stuff with our buddy from uh, Del Agua Charters. Uh -huh. And we made some video stuff and 
Um, I think where he was, he actually had some other friends and he was like, Hey, this is what these guys did. And, um, yeah, 36 hours. That's a long so, time. Should I be a giant. Like, sleep. In my head, I'm picturing like the Titanic. Like it's a giant. <laughs> I hope so. But out that far. How do you sleep on a boat? I don't like think that. you do. I don't think you, you sleep. You're fishing. Under and you sleep. Yeah. So uh, we got 50 seconds. We're going to go on after this. Kind of just, um, you know, introduce you again. Share where you're located. How can somebody find you on social media and whatever else. Okay. Did you have fun? I did have a lot of fun. I'm going to have to come back and do this again. Did it go by quick? It went by really quick. It yeah. doesn't seem like I've been sitting in here that long. It's been an hour. It's been long it for us. No, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Next uh, time I'll bring tacos. Uh, yeah. See, this is why you don't say like we can't ever. Have Can food. we have Mark catch us fish then from the from the pond? We want the real the Dickinson fish. They're from- like, that's like a. I don't know if you want to eat the fish from there. Yeah, it's right. like a little pond. The fish are like this big. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. It would be like eating a sardine. <laughs> Good morning. You're listening to KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. I'm Gardy. And I'm Kurt. We got Stephanie from Furniture Zone in studio. What's up, Stephanie? Oh, nothing much. Having fun, hanging yes. out, talking about your husband. And his fishing. He fishes, but he helps too, right? He does help, but he he likes to fish. If he had to choose <laughs> fishing or, or fishing, he would be fishing. But to be fair, I feel like most people would probably say like work, fish. Yeah, of yeah. course you're going to pick fishing. Yeah. Down on the radio. Oh, wait. Yeah. I'm the only one. Just you? Just me. Yeah. Right now it is 1058. We got a couple minutes left. Uh, again, thank you for joining us. Can you kind of tell us what is the name of, of your business? Where are y'all located and how can somebody find out about you? Uh, it's Furniture Zone. We are located at 2350 Dickinson Avenue in Dickinson, Texas. And you can find us on Facebook. It's Furniture Zone TX. You can find us on our website, which is FurnitureZoneTX.com. We also have Instagram. Uh, so there's several different ways you can find us. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us. We'll have to have you back again soon. And uh, we're going to be dropping a giveaway video with Furniture Zone too. Yes. And don't forget, you can come in to enter to win the $500 gift card that we give away every month. Don't even need to buy anything. Just come in. Just show up once a day. Every day. Fill out an entry and eat some fresh baked cookies that we make every day. Every day. Almost every day for the cookies. Yeah. Well, sponsor with as a partner with Furniture Zone, can I still win? Yes. Yes. If you worked for Furniture Zone, I'd probably tell you no. But yes, you could. If I come in with my t-shirt on, does it still count? Yes, it'll still count. Yes. Cool. All right. Well, thank you all for joining us today. Feel free to still share this video out. It'll replay throughout the day. And we're going to be doing some fun stuff tomorrow and the weekend and the week after that. So make sure you're liking KHEA Radio. Go like Furniture Zone, Furniture Zone TX on Facebook. Make sure you're liking them. Uh, Go potentially win a $500 gift card. Y'all have an awesome day. This is uh, Kickstart. It's about 11 a.m. And y'all have some fun. Who do we have coming in tomorrow? Tomorrow we have, we actually have Pastor Hallam who's going to be in at 9.30. Yeah. And then at 10 o'clock, we're going to have the arms room. We're super excited about the arms room in Dickinson, Texas. I want to go shoot some machine guns. (laughs) Do they count as Dickinson or is it Leak City? I think they are Leak City. City. Rambo style. Make sure you tune back in. That's what I'm going to be working out. And I want to see if we can do like some... I don't know, like uh, CHL courses or something. I want to go get mine. I don't have it. I have guns. I need to shoot them. It's KGA Radio 99.5 FM. Coming up next, Worship Central.
Worship Central. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> Stay tuned for more on KHEA Radio and 99.5 FM. All right. Thank you, Facebook. Make sure that if you haven't done so, like KHEA Radio, we invite you if you like the page. Uh, the, to, to inv- if you like the video. Something yeah. funny. Mark said, don't hate on my ditch pickles. He calls it ditch pickle, <laughs> ditch fishing. Yeah. Ditch fishing. All right. All right. Bye, guys. guys. Love Bye. you. Bye.